Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's showtime. And here we go. One, two, three, four. Greetings, Blackhawk and Hostile Tribe. Today is Wednesday, January 4th, 2017. Thanks for downloading and actually listening to the Blackhawks Blogosphere's most looked down upon deplorables for this Puck and Hustle Shoutcast episode number 73, the Forgotten Rutu Brother, the Yarko Rutu episode. The the redheaded stepchild of the Rutu family. There ain't no hair on that stepchild. <laughs> Thank you. Google them. Uh, yeah, the Yarko Rutu episode. It's like a slower version of Jalmerson. <laughs> slower version of a lot of players. <laughs> Looks like a bad Bond villain. Uh, well, thank you, you sir. Imagine if, you imagine if he was in that hockey card set from 1994 with the random pictures? Damn! <laughs> uh, you, you, we probably could spend about 20 minutes on the Yarko Rutu picture. Because, uh, yeah. You delete Just do yourselves a favor. <laughs> Google them. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll add it into the uh, the episode uh, intro or whatever d- description. Anyway, thank you, sir. Uh, welcome to our lonely and desolate little corner of the worldwide wine, where we have been affectionately anointed the meatballs of the hockey podcasting world, thanks to our iTunes reviewers, and where we gather every couple of weeks to make Blackhawks podcast great again. Uh, we're also the self-proclaimed favorite podcast of Jake Pro, Jay McBoy in the Australian chapter, and all of his friends in Australia. Uh, Eloisa in the Brazilian chapter. And Burns Churches in the South African chapter. Wouter Peter. I'm Gatekeeper, your vertic- your favorite vertically challenged loudmouth going, the purveyor of this grand mess. I am joined here by two other Puck and Stooges. Uh, the founder of the McRib Diet, rest in peace, 
Oh. <laughs> Former AT&T U-verse, current Xfinity celebrity spokesmodel, and the man voted the Blackhawks Blogs for his most eligible bachelor in a landslide, Patrick Sankus. Hi. Woo! Hi. Welcome back. Yeah. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? <laughs> yeah, how do you like throwing picks uh, when the game's <laughs> on the line there, Kirk? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm glad I don't follow that team that closely anymore. Supposed to throw it to the team in maroon, not white. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. Big boy pants. <clears throat> and we are not joined by America, or by America's hat, Atomic Froster, the snow Mexican. So he thought... Uh, a Coyotes Canucks game was more important, apparently. I Is guess he true? got free tickets, so what can you say? Free mm. tickets are free tickets. Mm. Yeah, I know. The snow. Mm. <laughs> I'll 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 I'll, re, I'll get back on the uh, snow Mexican thing, but let's just say that someone questioned me on that term. Um, but anyway, oh, grow up, grow up. I know. But anyway, our Generation Z member helping us cover three generations of Blackhawk bellyaching, future Kansas Jayhawk, and fellow portly basement-dwelling blogger named Patrick, Mr. Patrick Norton. New Year, same half-assed weight loss resolution, baby. <laughs> We're not going to whine here. Pittsburgh can whine. Pittsburgh whines enough for the whole league, so there's no room for any other team to whine. <laughs> Playoffs? Welcome, sir. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Not surprised. All our condolences to your family and everything. You know, it was a tough holiday for you. Thank you. Welcome back. We're glad you can come back here and uh, talk shit with us for a while. Yeah, it's always a good getaway. (laughs) Or at least a getaway. Yeah. So anyway, um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right, Pat? Uh, I still got the inadvertent cough. I had the bubonic plague last week, so. Mm-hmm. My apologies. But too bad it didn't take you from us. Oh, <laughs> nice to join you too. You're a fat fucking disgrace. <laughs> that was uh, kind of uncalled for, but whatever. <laughs> but it's perfect. It's perfect for us. Mm. So, okay. Let me spit this uh, cough drop out. Sorry. Anyway. So, anyway, uh, I had made a comment on uh, the Instagram page, uh, happy birthday to the snow Mexican. (laughs) I actually made a couple of comments about happy birthday to the snow Mexican because, of course, the fake Donald Trump (laughs) post on Twitter that was going around the Internet where he basically photoshopped. Yeah, I know where he said, uh, you guys are getting a wall too, you snow Mexicans. And, uh, of course, someone who clearly hadn't seen that uh, is it snow Mexicans? Uh, please enlighten me. And, uh, clearly this, this girl is, uh, of Hispanic descent, uh, to some degree. So she didn't get that, but I, 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 I was nice about it and I explained it to her because I didn't want to get into a, a race war or anything, especially since, uh, you know, my kids are uh, like, you know, a quarter Hispanic. So it's not like I can talk shit. So anyway, that was a, a nice way to, to end the year. Almost starting a... Don't worry, I'm sure another Blackhawks blogosphere would have corrected you and told you you're not politically correct. <laughs> Someone, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. 
Because we're not Someone, like we're like we're ever politically correct. Uh, it's funny because they also don't have a politically politically correct name either. But we're on a Blackhawks podcast, for God's sake! <laughs> to be politically correct. Well, you know, <laughs> nothing nothing fits uh, fits us better than uh... not. <laughs> If I could, if I could have uh, put the rest of that or uh, held the rest of that clip, that was uh, highly inappropriate. But I, I cut that part of it out. I didn't leave. I didn't leave this part out though. Cotton is in Queersville. He doesn't know where he is. <laughs> so we still have that one. First of all, actually, right off the top of the uh, right off the top of the show, we we have a big announcement. We have a request of all of our listeners. <laughs> um. Today, January 4th, is Uncle Roosevelt's birthday. So I would like, I would request of all of our listeners that are on the Twitter machine to at Uncle Roosevelt a big happy birthday, maybe several happy birthdays, maybe several dozen happy birthdays. Make sure you just flood that Twitter account with many happy birthdays. And this is, this is for Uncle Roosevelt. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. It was any slower, you would think it was actually Roosevelt singing happy birthday to him. Well, that heavy breathing. Jeez. I thought he was no longer with us. <laughs> Not him. Oh, oh, oh. Her either. Woo! Oh, great. We're really off to a rousing start here. We haven't talked any hockey at all. So, hey, if everyone could go out and at Uncle Roosevelt, please, that we would greatly appreciate that. Make sure you flood that account real good. I'd like to see his uh, flip phone blow up. So we we will retweet everything. <laughs> yes, we will retweet them all. So and just so you know, the or never mind. You'll see in my tweet to him. <laughs> and I'm sure uh, he will clap his nubs for you. <laughs> Click his stumps. <laughs> oh, so anyway, uh, speaking of. Uh, People who don't like to go out, Patrick. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of st- threw it out that uh, I've been kind of lazy about doing road watches and things like that. So um, I'm going to try and throw a road watch or a home watch, which is basically all of us getting to get all of us who don't go to the actual game, which is most of us going out and see and watching the game at a bar or something like that. And we may do mullets. I don't know, because it seems like every time I go to mullets and we do a road watch or any kind of watch at all, the Blackhawks lose. Uh, so, I don't know. <clears throat> we, have a, we have a couple of uh, opportunities coming up in probably, I think, February and March where uh, we could probably do a Saturday or a Sunday, even if it's not a matinee game, because there aren't many of those. We could pick an evening game, like a Saturday evening game. People still like to get together, so... Uh, we may or may not do it at mullets. I don't know. We 
I know, I know people that work. I know the bar manager there. And we seem to, uh, you know, there seems to be plenty of room there. So we may do it there. And and Mr. Norton, I don't think you have to be 21. I, you know, I've brought my kids in there. So it may, <laughs> you, you, could, you could be invited to this. So. <laughs> Unlike the pro jersey. <laughs> no, I live with my mom. I was yeah. waiting. Yeah. No, I live with Actually my mom. I wasn't listening, and I thought you were just talking about pro jersey. <laughs> well, that's pretty much like, you know, the rest of the Shoutcase crew. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pat and I uh, took our uh, semi quarterly trips to pro jersey this year, or uh, this December. And, oh, what uh, a disappointment. I was actually there twice. I was there to buy a gift, and then I was there to uh, take the gift back so that it could be lettered. So, actually, it's a pretty good yeah. deal. It's like sixty-five bucks to get any to get a jersey letter with whatever you want, which is I remember it being more than that. But I haven't gotten a jersey actually lettered in forever. So, maybe I should go take my black Blackhawks one in and get Tebow put on the back. Well, oddly enough, my fiance, that's what she got for Christmas. She got a black Blackhawks jersey. That's what she wanted. But she wanted Ronick on it. Your boy. Woo! So they don't sell black Blackhawks jerseys with Ronick on them, so I had to take it back and have it uh, custom lettered. So I do find it interesting that they're selling those again. The black ones? Yeah, because they took a break for a while. Yeah, well, I... Uh, Please tell me they're coming back. I sure hope so, because those are my favorite jerseys by far. Uh, that wasn't the one that I showed you from the the sixty one logo on the red. Oh yeah, yeah. My... yeah. Actually, you and me and uh, Jersey John, we, that is our favorite jersey altogether. Yeah, um, and, and and him and I, like I talked about before, we actually had a conversation about the Winter Classic. How I'm a little pissy about it because this is the jersey they should have done against the Wild, and then they they did a lazy redo of it and. Uh, but I like the jersey. If they would have done this in the first place, it really looked good. And it looked good with the black helmets, too. Yeah. I, I thought the black helmets were top-notch. It made it look so much better. So, the blues, I, I couldn't couldn't have given any less shits about the blue stuff. I thought, I, I don't like the color combination. I don't like anything about the blues. So Unless they were wearing those trumpets, nothing was going to happen. <laughs> I do like those deep blue ones, those deep navy blue ones they have. They're like third jerseys. I think those look yeah. pretty slick. But that, that like baby blue, it's not for me at all. What about the red? What about the one with the red in it? No, not that either. <laughs> the one, the that's the Gretzky trumpet one, isn't it? The Gretzky it? era one. Yeah. yeah. No, no, thank you. With the slanted numbers <clears throat> on the back. But I did get a jersey too. I got one of the black ice jerseys for Christmas, which was uh, unexpected. And it's a Hosa, so that's cool. Can't go wrong with Hosa. I thought you said Black Ace, so I figured you got a Svedberg or something. <laughs> what? Damn! <laughs> Nicely done. I just hope you don't pull a Hosa while putting it on and get an upper body injury. <laughs> Thank you very much! <laughs> yeah, or Kruger. Woo! Hey, hey, Your boy. Hey. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought about I, and I was talking to her about it. And she's like, I didn't know what to get you because she's like, I heard you talking and I heard you say that, you know, Crawford might get traded. And, uh, you know, she's like, and, and, the, and Panera, there were Panarins available. 
And she's like, I heard you say that, you know, who knows what's going to happen with the Panarin thing because it was she bought it before the Panarin thing. So uh, she's like, uh, I, I just went with Hosan. I'm like, you know, the guy's a future Hall of Famer. You can't go wrong with that. So <clears throat> Atlanta Thrasher legend. <laughs> Woo! Ottawa Senators legend. One guy who won't be seeing Hosa go in the Hall of Fame, Brian Burrard. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's something I did not put on the uh, the agenda that uh, I, I'm sure you might want to bring up tonight. So I Norton know. might have to Google who Brian Burrard is. <laughs> I'm already doing that. <laughs> I, I think his uh, I think his career was over by the time you were born. <laughs> old, old Cyclops, as Southside Mike calls him. <laughs> no, I, th- I think his career ended in 03, I believe. So Norton was born, but barely. Was it the one year with the Hawks? Didn't he have like 30 points, but he was also a minus 30 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. That was brutal. Well, that was, that, was a, that was an entirely brutal age for the entire team. Yeah. So. Yeah. He played on the uh, New York Islanders as recent as 2007-8 season. The Islanders. Oh, he went, he went to the Islanders? I didn't realize that. I guess he did. Yeah, it didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he actually had a, a a decent career with the Blackhawks. They just sucked really bad. Wow, it was actually better than I thought. It was 13 goals and 34 assists in 58 games. Man, who knew that 2400 vision was going to be all right? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> what? All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You might want to include his headshot too on the, uh, on the what you call it. Oh, Jesus! Uh, to, to put them side by side before Hosa's stick, after Hosa's stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty-seven <laughs> points, and he was a minus twenty-four. Well, yeah. that wasn't even his worst year. Well, he couldn't see in his rear view, right? <laughs> see, I knew you'd come around <laughs> once we once we were too conservative and i wish bass frog would listen to us now uh yeah well we're a couple years in now so if he's not listening by now it's never gonna happen i don't think we're gonna get a second chance with the old bass frog what? that's right <clears throat> we're not ice cold enough for him <laughs> Woo! oh damn <laughs> all right so anyway uh how were both of your new years uh any any oh, big plans the silence is deafening <laughs> i have a sad I, life i'm not sure if you noticed <laughs> well that's because you don't have a I, car to get around right <laughs> yeah for the most <laughs> anymore <laughs> anymore at least yeah <clears throat> a little inside joke there. All right. How about you, Fanta? I got a couple things I got to go over really quick. All right, go so, ahead. So the pro jersey thing, back to that really yeah. quick. Um, I ended up going on the Friday before Christmas because I waited till the last minute to do everything, of course, like a normal man. Actually, and, uh, I think that's when I went, I, too. I think I just I missed went, you. Go ahead. Uh, you probably did because I yeah. went around lunchtime. Yeah, I went after. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'm surprised I still wasn't standing in line. <laughs> Because I stood in line for 37 minutes. 37 was, minutes? Wow. Yeah, I timed it. I actually got in line the first time, and the, the line was all the way to the back of the store where they have all the pictures and the uh, 
in the binders. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I found, I'm like, oh, if they got a Stahlberg, they got to have a Roosevelt. So I was looking, I found the Roosevelt. I couldn't get the goddamn binder open, so I'm struggling to get that open. I'm telling people, yeah, go ahead and go and cut in front of me. I'm struggling here. So I give up, and I'm like, oh, I'll wait. wait, wait I, I got to ask you, though. Was the Roosevelt question, was it, was it the snapped ankle? Or was the Roosevelt picture the snapped ankle? You like that? You like that? So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'll give it another chance. So then the line gets longer, and it's curling around the back of the store all the way around. So I'm like, I got to get in line now. So I just went to plan B. And when I finally got up to the binder again, I just went and pulled really hard and ripped it right out of the binder. <clears throat> Much to the chagrin of the high school classmates of Norton's that worked there. <laughs> but yeah, that was quite an experience there. Well, yeah, I, it, it wasn't quite as bad when I went there. There was only about four people ahead of me in line and they were whipping through that line pretty good. But, yeah, it was not very good because then the back register opened and then people were standing in line all the way in the back of the store. And then when the front two registers got lower, people were just cutting into that line. So it was like Thunderdome. Yeah. You hear that pro what? jersey? We're talking about you. We're out here. Hello. We are out here. <laughs> cough, cough. $250 an episode. <laughs> How about fifty percent off? <laughs> How about fifty percent off uh, and discounts to all the members of the uh, the website? How about that? Get some fucking jerseys back in too. Yeah, they did. They didn't have a lot. I went back there and I saw that they had a couple, but they didn't have a lot of them. I do like one thing. I do like that no other place. Well, sort of Clark Street does have it, but not quite the uh, variety of different like off kilter t-shirts like that don't you don't see everywhere else they uh they also have some of like the old ones like the mitchell and ness ones and things like that that you don't really see in a lot of uh other stores which i kind of like that i'll go through that rack all day long but yeah. uh the shirts yeah they were they are the the player shirts they didn't have a lot of them and that was um, i was trying to when i was telling you the story last time i didn't want to tell too much because i don't my fiance to hear uh, exactly what she was getting for Christmas, but that was when I went there and I found that black Shaw jersey that was already lettered. Why's it got to be black? <laughs> what? Oh, oh Jesus! Uh, anyway, <laughs> nice interjection there, sir. Uh, but I asked him like. This jersey's like you know the, the jersey by itself is like 130 bucks. This jersey's 119. Like I could save 20 bucks or whatever by getting this jersey that's already lettered. What if I just change the nameplate on the back of the numbers? And he's like, eh, you might not look right because of the way the stitching is on there. You may still see that like where the other letters were, and it makes sense because that's why I asked. But if anyone wants a black uh, <laughs> Andrew Shaw jersey, the there's one on the clearance rack in the back of. Uh, Pro jersey. They actually have uh, some sharp ones too. I, I actually thought about if the if it was for the right price, I would get one of the sharp ones because I have a feeling he's coming back in a, in a year or well, so. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, spit it yeah. out. I know it's coming. I know Cheryl Scott was on pins and needles because Sharp got into a fight tonight. Playoffs. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't yeah, know he was back. He got wrestled to the ice faster than he did on New Year's Eve with Cheryl. <laughs> Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. 
<laughs> she looked like she was enjoying Oak Brook, by the way. She, I was like, when I turned the TV on, I was looking, I'm like, wait a minute, that's Cheryl Scott. Oh, wow. You, you know what? New Year's Eve. The, the list all ties in. So pro Jersey for me sucked. All in all. I two trips. I was not happy. Yada, yada, yada. That's it. <laughs> but now tying in New Year's Eve, I actually went out to the small little family get together that we have on New Year's Eve, you know, with Ebola and everything that I had. And I got to tell you, man, the last four or five years, Channel 7's New Year's Eve telecast is must-see TV with how drunk Gian Greco is. It's awesome. <laughs> it's absolutely awesome. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Some of us are allowed to stay up after midnight. <laughs> or stay up after 10, for that matter. <laughs> or have actual champagne. Well, really, Channel 7 is really the only local broadcast. Otherwise, well, no, you're watching... Now you got Chi Town Rising. Nobody from Chicago calls a fucking Chi Town. No, no, no. So, yeah, that one crashed and burned like a locomotive yard saw of a plane. Well, Chi Town Rising sounds like some sort of movement. <laughs> it's sponsored by Corona, so you might be onto something there. I don't even know what that is. Damn. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. Channel 7 is must-see TV, and then when they dragged Cheryl Scott out to Oakbrook and the camera caught, she didn't know she was on camera, and she just had, like, the biggest YMA in Oakbrook and not being, you know, downtown. It was kind of funny. YMA in Oakbrook without Patrick Sharp? (laughs) Shout out to Dickie23 for sending me that tweet. That was fantastic. Yeah, I did see that. (laughs) That that along with the Mariah meltdown was awesome. I didn't even see the Mariah meltdown thing. Yeah, New Year's Eve, I, I'm kind of, I'm slightly gayish. It's like, it's always been a Dick Clark slightly? New Year's Eve Woo! thing. Oh, <laughs> I do a really mean Dick Clark after his stroke, and everybody requests it, and I couldn't do it this year. So, <laughs> Go ahead, if you like. <laughs> it it kind of goes something like this. <laughs> oh, he went, for the, he went for the jugular right there. <laughs> But the facial expressions are also what get it. I couldn't do it this year because I was sick, so I, I didn't. I had the Peter Brady voice cracking all the time, so I couldn't do it. Kind of like Norton. Woo! Yes, exactly. Norton knows what I'm talking about. So, so uh, yeah, that was my New Year's. It was quite fun. Oh. have you ever seen Norton manhandle like that? But, and then just lastly, my third thing I wanted to tie in, I just got a text from Uncle Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, I was sent a picture of his birthday cake and he would like me to put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Please do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please do, because oh. that's going to, that will go in the description as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, gonna re- there's going to be too many pictures to put in the description. I'm just going <laughs> to reply. Check Twitter when you're on the train tomorrow morning. <laughs> I, I'm also going to put in the description if you don't want if you if you're not interested in anything that doesn't have to do with hockey, then uh, don't listen to the first 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We we uh, I I actually took the family up to Bob Chin's crab house for uh, New Year's, which was phenomenal, but extremely expensive. And downed a picture of my ties, and then, then we went and watched Star Wars again, and uh, back home before ten o'clock. So, 
Yeah. Part of being a, an old family man. But it was a good one. All right. So let's roll into some, uh, let's see, general NHL news. So I guess I should probably, I, I think I forgot the music the last time around. So let me uh, get some general NHL news here. Here's the music. Get ready, folks, for the next little while. We're going to show you what I call rock'em, sock'em hockey. Okay, you ready? Let's go. Oh, my, speaking of rock'em, sock'em, I just watched Alex Radulov completely clown the Dallas Stars defense. That's not hard to do. Oh, and then uh, whoever was at net made a terrible effort. Just basically laid on his stomach. So, future home of Lamont native Scott Darling, Dallas Stars. Oh, that was that was Lettinen too. Let a ton in. Yeah, basically. Hey, oh, he did. Anyway, in general hockey news, we're gonna try and from now on out, I'm gonna try and condense the general hockey news a little bit, make it more Blackhawk centric, <clears throat> so we don't get hung up on a bunch of crap. So, you know, even though twenty minutes, yeah, the first twenty minutes was a bunch of crap that had nothing to do with hockey, hockey whatsoever. So, uh, the Centennial Classic happened. Uh, we actually had two outdoor games since the last time we recorded. So, the Centennial Classic, who knew, actually happened in Toronto, and uh, the Leafs blew a three-one lead, and then. Uh, Went into overtime and ended up winning 4-3 in overtime. And uh, Mr. Rookie of the Year, Austin Matthews, scored in over in overtime, 3-on-3 three three overtime. So that was whatever it is. I was just happy, kind of happy to see the, the, the Leafs go up big and uh, then blow that lead because uh, not like they're known for blowing leads or anything. Oh, I was just kind of happy to see it get off my TV. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, I don't know. I I watched it. I watched the end of it because it was on, it was actually on, but I was not interested in it whatsoever. Watching Steve Ott slither around the ice like the worm that he is. Fuck him. Uh, <clears throat> I know you guys didn't watch the epic series, <laughs> but I did. And uh, this past episode, episode three, there's three out of four, and the fourth one comes out Friday. Uh, they did a special on Steve Ott trying to make it look like he has a a, a little sliver of humanity in him, which uh, they didn't do a very good job with. But they did give a good picture of him wearing these silly-ass pajamas with his family. So I wish I could have got a screenshot of that, but I didn't. Uh, the Winter Classic, which we will get into a little more detail later, uh, was actually... They were actually they were actually bragging about the ratings, and then it actually came out that this was the lowest rated Winter Classic to date, but it still smashed the ratings of the Centennial Classic. So it kind of gives you a, an example or a, a benchmark of how bad the ratings were for both Winter Games. Uh, the, the, I know we'll talk about the jerseys a little more with the Blackhawks, yeah. but uh, since we're talking about the Centennial Classic. Can we just mention how awesome that Maple Leafs jersey was? Yes. Because that, that was like the Blackhawks' first winter classic. 
that uh, that jersey. You, when you look at it, at first you're just like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." But when you see that it's got like a silver, it had like yes. a silver stripe in there, mm-hmm. inside the white, then that made it even better. Like I love the that uh, jersey, the deep blue, the leaf was perfect, the the silver uh, stripe on the inside of it that was beautiful as well. That was uh, they they get an A plus for that one. Even the Red Wings one was pretty good. Yeah, they weren't. Neither one were bad. Actually, I, I would have. I wish they would have went more with the uh, primary colors more, where it was just the blue and the white or blue and the red. I think that would look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, they, I, I, I can't complain about it. They, they did a pretty. I think they did a pretty good job. But uh, it, we might as well talk about it a little bit right now. The, the Blues and Blackhawks. Uh, uh, since we're talking about jerseys, uh, I. The Blackhawks jerseys were good if they hadn't done it already and fucked it up and then come back and done it, you know, a year later and then did it right. Like, it was a half-ass effort. It was like, oh, hey, yeah, we realized we did it wrong last time, so we're going to actually do it right by making one slight subtle change on it, which was... The most important part. Yeah. I I mean, they changed a little bit in the coloring, but for the most part, it was the same exact jersey that that they wore in Minnesota, except for the, except for the crest. But, uh, the one thing they did Jersey, they wore in Washington. Yeah. I mean, they're getting lazy. They're getting, and this is, this has become a, you know, you know, an age when you could wear primary colors, like they could wear red against a team that's wearing blue and yellow. Like it's not going to throw you off that much. People have HD TV. Like it's, it's not the, you know, the fifties where it's black and white TVs and you can't tell the difference between the teams that are both wearing dark colors. I'm sure some asshole named Travis Yost will start bitching about jerseys. Well, someone will always bitch about it, but the white jerseys, there's so little thought put into them now. And I guess maybe there's, there's not a lot you can do with just a white Jersey, you know, because you're just basically putting D you know, small details on them. So start start doing the primary colors. I mean, I think that would have looked good with if they would have done the throwback, uh, you know, the the Bobby Hull era uh, red jersey with the logo the way they did it. That's maybe one of the best jerseys ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have looked beautiful. I mean, they did an okay job this time around, but I'm still kind of pissed off that they put so little effort into it. So that's why I kind of yeah. boycotted it, but. Uh, they, I think it's cheap enough. I'll probably end up buying one. Maybe, yeah. Uh, they the one thing they did right was the black helmets. Those black helmets were right on point. They uh, they did a really good job with that. That looked it was a nice bit of contrast that uh, really uh, really made it look nice. Uh, and I kind of said this too is uh, you know. Uh, a little peripheral part of these outdoor games is the goalie masks and gear. Some people care. Some people don't like, you know, when Crawford got his stolen at soldier field, Woo! but, um, I think the Blackhawks goalies really did a good job. Now while Crawford's mask was the throwback kind of mask, it's been done before, but it still looked pretty good. The throwback pads. I really like the throwback pads. I think they look really good. It, 
you know, you're, you've got throwback jerseys. You might as well have the throwback bad pads too. Uh, Darling and Crawford. Crawford had his CCM equipment. Darling had his Brian's equipment, and they both looked really good. The one question I did have about Scott Darling, though, Mr. Lamont native Scott Darling, uh, why did he need two different helmets? The guy's a backup goalie. The chance he's going to get into the game is slim as it is. So one helmet should be enough. But sure enough, they got him two different baseball theme helmets, which makes no sense to me whatsoever, but whatever. It makes sense. It makes sense. What? To rub it in on the Cardinals. I guess. I guess. I just, I just thought Sarah wanted a, uh, a authentic <laughs> a member of mask. Look at the style. Okay, how about you ask him? You how ask they attack the soft serve ice cream here at the United Center. To <laughs> say so, what you said, slim and darling, those two words don't go together. <laughs> how do you like me now? How do you like me now? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, when, you're, when you're with the family on Easter, just just maybe ask him. I'm Jewish, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you? Are you going to write a book? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It'll be re- re- written just like my news column where no one can see him. <laughs> what? <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the, the pluses uh, and minuses of the jerseys, but... Uh, Everyone was going batshit crazy for some reason about Jake Allen's setup, and I didn't like it at all because I don't like that that shade of blue. I think it looks ugly with the gold. And uh, he had a Cardinals theme helmet, or or no, no, it was uh, Carter Hutton that did. So that never saw the ice. I'll agree with you on that. I'm normally a fan of the powder blue look. It's uh, in my auto racing background. And, a, and your football. It's a, Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, the Titans have that. So. It looks, uh, as I'll say, snazzy on a race car, but uh, I, I did not care for it on the Blues look at all. Well, I don't care about the Blues look at all. Or I don't care for the Blues look at all anyway. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> That didn't I make it any again. better. But I don't know what the the collar didn't... I didn't like that collar when Boston wore it last year and you know how the, the Hawks had the tie-down look? That's That's a good look, but the the collared, like sweat, actual sweater look. I didn't care for it with the blues. <laughs> yeah, well, I, there, there, there definitely were a lot of things that were left to be desired as far as these games went. But uh, we'll get a little more to detail on the actual game a little further oh, Christ, on down the road. Christ Almighty, Uncle Roosevelt's replying on Twitter now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh the next thing, uh, this is a, this is a Patrick special. The Columbus Blue Jackets are looking to tie the NHL record for the longest winning streak at 17 on Thursday, tomorrow. Woo! You like that? You like that? So, that the is Giants that. liked it, Kirk. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hey, they're doing. I mean, the the Wild had a pretty nice streak going on for a little while there too, but. Uh, but the funny part was, did you catch NHL tonight last night? No. They were talking about the the Blue Jackets streak, and they're like, well, once they start playing in the... Or, I'm sorry, it was Keith Jones on uh, whatever NHL, uh, NBC's show is. But he was talking about it with Catherine Tappan, and he's like, well, you know, during this streak, they only played two teams from the Metropolitan, and they destroyed both of them. They scored seven unanswered goals on Pittsburgh. 
It's like your yeah. point was kind of. <clears throat> I know what he was trying to do, but it didn't really work out too well. You so, ba- so basically, can't ignore it. It's impressive either way. So basically, he pulled the harms. Give me that devilfish. Give me that fish. <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned that you were able to get that in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Listen to that beautiful silence. Which will also be what I say. Uh, never mind. We already passed it. F that. I hate myself. <laughs> No, please do so. This is. I don't remember whatever whatever Stank has just said about uh, being able to get it in. I was going to say that's what we'll say when Derek has his first kid. Oh, he's already he's already had it. Woo! Better watch it. He might come come at you with some flip flops. <laughs> oh damn! He doesn't he doesn't listen to this anyway. <laughs> well, but he does write glowing reviews. <laughs> what a pansy! <laughs> Oh uh, well, uh, as what what I was gonna say about the uh, the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets was, uh, Patrick, you're gloating about uh, gloating in the glory of your second favorite meatball coach, and uh, <laughs> and the first is not me. He's <laughs> a proven winner. Woo! I'm like you. <laughs> uh, it was it was it was uh, your poor work ethic. Woo! <laughs> I'm going to blame it on the work ethic. <laughs> kind of like, hey, t- he- did you wear number 86? <laughs> I actually wore, I wore number one to Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. That's a terrible, terrible. No- I wanted 41 in honor of Tebow, but they said I couldn't have it. <laughs> when in reality, if I was going to honor a Pittsburgh goalie then for that uh, Pittsburgh trip, I should have went with 35 and sudden death legend Brad Tolliver. <laughs> well, that was also uh, Tom Barrasso, too, you know. Oh, or I could have done uh, 31, Ken Reggett. Oh, I loved old Kenny Reggett. Flames legend Cal- uh, Kenny Reggett. Kenny Reggett. I love Kenny Reggett. I was a big Ron Tugnut fan, too. <clears throat> for, cl- <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> Both, yeah, both teams. I, I had a thing for the Penguins back in like when I was when I first saw Sudden Death because I thought Luke Robitaille was awesome in that movie, <laughs> and I was already a Robitaille fan. So, but I got uh, I know you always talk about the the McFarlane figure or Tebow when he's getting the yeah. drink of water. And yeah, after you scored the, on. <laughs> do you remember the uh, old figures called Starting Lineup? Uh, I think so. I have a Ron Tugnet where he's diving, clearly getting beat by. Uh, somebody who deked him <laughs> well i'll have to find it and post it to you it's hilarious he's laying on his side he's clearly not going to make a save his glove <laughs> is on the his glove is on the ground so unless you're shooting it on the gl- ground <laughs> it's hilarious wonderful and i did find my tebow bobblehead over the weekend they yeah they're um my kid wanted they have all like all those little uh like almost lego sets they're not lego but mm-hmm. they my kid wanted one one of those. They had a Crawford figure, and there was one of them that there was like a set where you could buy these little guys, and it has both teams. I don't. Know, I think it was it was the Blues or Red Wings and Blackhawks or something. I don't know. On sale, cheap at uh, Total. Really Hockey. shove. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say they're really shoving that blue shit down your throat. <laughs> Ugh, yuck. No, thank you. I don't want to deal with the blues anymore. 
but they're very excited about their win. It's almost like uh, they don't have anything else to be excited about. Woo! Uh, moving on. The World Junior Championships are going on, uh, but uh, actually up until today, no one really cared but Canada. Uh, the U.S. actually beat Russia today in a stupid-ass shootout uh, to go to the championship tomorrow. And then just before we started recording, Canada beat uh, Sweden 5-2. So it's going to be Canada versus the U.S. tomorrow. So that should be pretty interesting. But uh, going back to the U.S. game, uh, it was a one-goal game, one going back and forth, going back and forth. They went to overtime. No one scored in four-on-four in four overtime. And then they went to a shootout. They went to a shootout. No one knew the rules correctly, or at least maybe the refs knew the rules correctly, but none of the announcers or anyone on Twitter knew the rules correctly. Uh, they had changed the format of the... Uh, uh, the shootout around so that right off the bat, you couldn't have the same guy going over and over and over again. So basically it was a five. Uh, they thought it was a three round shootout, but it was actually a five round shootout. So when uh, let's see, Russia scored first, the uh, Russia scored first, and then there wasn't a goal scored for the other five tries. So the announcers announced that Russia had won the game, which they hadn't. Because they had scored, you know, they they were up one nothing, and uh, then the announcers were mightily confused because another player came out for Russia, and then as it, as it went around, the uh, the USA team tied the game, and it had to go into a uh, <clears throat> where you have your first three shooters, and then they go in a backwards order. Uh, so like, you know, it goes three, two, one, and then, uh, yeah, or it goes one, two, three, three, two, one, or something like that. And the Russia got to go twice in a row because of the, you know, going, uh, reversing the order. It was a whole fucking shit show. No one knew what was going on. The announcers didn't know when this shootout was over. They didn't know when, when any, either one of the teams won. It was a huge mess. And you would think that, you know, if they change the rules and the playoffs are coming up, they would have uh, explained to everyone, hey, we've changed it this year, so you may see something different. You know, reiterate to people that you, that they've changed it. But uh, no, they didn't. It was a huge shit show. But what ended up happening is, uh, it's, kid's name is Terry, um, scored like, Scored three goals in the shootout. Ended up scoring three goals in the shootout. And uh, they ended up winning and going to the final. So whatever. Boy, if, I'm glad I was at that strange, at that uh, busy with the strange phenomenon called work today when that was going on. Yeah, it ended at like 4.45 in the afternoon, which is kind of silly. But uh, I mean, I get it. You, you got to do the same thing. I mean, I enjoy March Madness, and it sucks being at work those two days because... Those are the two best days of that tournament, but it sucks being at work, but it's like you also know that why they had to do it, so they weren't going to put Canada in that time slot. No. Well, so, and, and pretty much everyone, including me, expected the U.S. to choke anyway, and they almost did. If it was a three-round shootout, they would have they would have lost. They so. only do that when Torts is coach. <laughs> they, quit on, they quit on the front-runner for the Jack Adams Award. Well, it's, you know... They don't want any fat, out-of-shape guys like Alex Abrinke out there. Damn. 
I enjoyed that that uh, some asshole put is Tortorella the uh, early candidate for the Jack Adams. I'm like, who else could you think of? <laughs> they just don't yes. want to. They just don't want to admit it right now. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, done a good job. They, the team's doing well. They're playing well. But I mean, there's you know the Blackhawks. A long they, way to go. Yeah, there's a long way to go. I mean, this this 17 this 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 winning streak could end and they could go on a 10 game slide in March and everyone will forget about this. So the, you know, and yeah. they, and they could go and make it to the playoffs and be, uh, you know, rolled out, uh, you know, they could be swept in the first round and then everyone will forget about it all. Mm-hmm. So, and then it'll be someone new. So it's, it's always the latest and greatest the guy. It's usually the coach who finishes the season, the hottest that get, that gets all the love. So it's really to speculate that stuff now is just bullshit. I don't like speculating awards midseason anyway, so it's not my cup of tea. So speaking of speculating, who's your Calder pick? <laughs> Mark Lazarus. <laughs> oh, ooh. well, is he a rookie or is he, is he an overage rookie? Does he make the twenty six uh, the age limit of twenty six years? When it comes to childish behavior by a beat reporter, yes. <laughs> uh, is that on the uh, Pearl Jam counter? Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he's, he's, getting, he's now getting shit from other writers about this stupid Pearl Jam counter and stupid Pearl Jam. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I was watching the end of the Kings and Sharks game last night, and they played again by uh, Allison Janes at the Shark Tank. Nice. Well, uh, I, had to, I had to give them credit where credit is. Every good. once in a while, I throw a little shade towards Lazarus. Like if I hear a, if I hear an Allison Chain song playing at the United Center, I'll like a, I'll like quote a tweet of his and I'll throw out you know, uh, Allison Chain's counter one or something like that, <laughs> and then and then hashtag better than Pearl Jam. That's from Mary uh, Chastain too. I was told that um, what Allison Chain is too dark to listen to at work. What? Oh my god! Yeah, come on. Not by my boss. <laughs> oh, was it was it by a certain individual who can't seem to make it uh, to work on time, or at all? Oh, oh that that's me. <laughs> 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 or at all? I should say at all. At all, yeah, at all. Yeah, I work with the Sad Panda. <laughs> yeah, just if. Oh, he- Listen to the shit, anyways. If it, if it's a little quiet and it's just you and me talking, I think Mister Norton had a little had a little connection problem at home, so he's gonna he will be joining us back soon. Fucking ISIS pulled the power cord out of the wall. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> what a teammate you are! Quit on us halfway through. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, what can you say? We, we have losers. Enough, we have losers. <laughs> If we yell loud enough, maybe uh, Froster will hear us at the Canucks game because no one else is there. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I wanted to go see the game, but they're not. Gonna, they're going to be on a two, uh, two week road trip when I'm when I'm there. So, as it's looking, we just got a we just got one of our passports, so the other one should be behind. So we should be able to be able to sneak across the border when we go to Seattle. But there will be no hockey being played there. So maybe I'll take I a picture. Black- Okay, I was gonna say maybe I'll have to take a selfie with one of the burnt out ruins. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I was gonna say with the uh, 
when you said uh, they ain't going to be playing at home because they're on a two-week road trip. I thought the Blackhawks were the only team that got screwed by a long road trip. Two long road trips, which will no Ooh-hoo. longer. The Kings just had a 10 or a 9-game road trip, and then they still got the Grammy road trip coming up, too. Yeah. yeah. So every team has it. Once again, John McDonough, you know, getting a little grab-ass with Gary Bettman and getting his way. Well, it's a, it's a little grab something. <clears throat> so anyway. McDonough might throw out his back reaching down that low. <laughs> you like that? You like that? So as mentioned earlier, um, the, <laughs> that's how boring we've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the uh, Epic's Road to the Outdoor Classic. Uh, I've I've watched it. I was able to. I've, you know, I went off on I went off about this last time around about the epics thing and how it's such a pain in the ass. And they kept replying, you know, just to reiterate to people who hadn't listened two years ago when I bitched about this, that I was bitching on Twitter about people won't, don't want to have to sign into an app and then, you know, stream it to their TV. Cause like not all these people aren't always that technically inclined. You can't just assume that they're technically inclined cause they're not. I work in a, you know, technical industry. I know this for a fact that you have to treat people like they're idiots not because they're idiots, just because they're not as technically as inclined as someone who works in the industry every day. So it might seem easy to someone who works for Epics to do this, but like, let's say, for example, you know, someone's father who is not technically inclined isn't going to necessarily know how to figure out how to sign up for a free trial account and then sign into it and then download the app on their iPad and then find out, figure out on their app how to how to stream it to their TV through their Apple TV or something like that. Like it, it's not easy to do. You have to jump through several hoops to get this thing to go. I you know, it doesn't bother me as much as it, it myself. It doesn't bother me because it's easy for me to do, you know, it's I do stuff like that all the time, but not a lot of people do that kind of stuff. So oddly enough, our uh Vega Rover, one of our listeners last night wanted to watch it and couldn't figure out how to sign up for a free account. And honestly, like I couldn't even give him the correct instructions because I kind of just felt my way through it getting signed up for, you know, cause you got to sign up for a free account. They can't just put it on the goddamn website. They can't just put it on there and with a link where you could just click it and play it. You have to have a free, uh, you have to, uh, a free trial account that you sign into or it won't let you access this stuff. It's stupid. It's stupid. The NHL brags that, oh, you could stream it. You could stream it real time on the website when it comes out. But it, not everyone, you know, everyone uses DVRs nowadays. No one watches stuff real time. They don't. Like, I couldn't tell you what time it aired. Most people probably can't tell you what time that it actually aired. They just go back and watch it, you know, watch the replay or something like that. Well, you can't go to the NHL website and do that. You can watch the the first episode, but you can't watch two or three, and you're not going to be able to watch four. So it, they're completely alienating, you know, whatever percentage of viewers with this stupid epics thing. Uh, I don't know, whatever. It pisses me off. That it, it pisses me off. You know, I've I've had issues with service providers for the last month. I'm not happy with you know people the way they provide their service. And uh, Epics is no exception. 
because it's stupid. It's stupid how to do it. Like, Epix isn't even available on my provider. So even if I wanted to add it to my plan, I couldn't because it's not even available with Comcast. So, Well, our plan, because it's sa- our, our provider, because it's the same thing. Yeah. And uh, not to mention, they'll charge you more because it's a new year, but won't give you the channel. Oh, yeah. The, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on the charging more stuff. Oh, I had my lighter ready to go because I saw the wick coming out. <laughs> oh, man. Holy shit. I spent two hours on the phone with Comcast yesterday about this. <laughs> oh, Norton's uh, message right now is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What did he do? <laughs> I just mentioned something about Comcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. How appropriate. His his GM the still trying to reestablish the internet connection. Patrick <laughs> pull some strings at Comcast. Yeah, there's there's we're not pulling many strings at, at a Comcast. Yeah, uh, they. <laughs> uh Oh, there he finally dropped. <laughs> yeah, he finally dropped off. Maybe he'll he'll come back on. But um, yeah, uh, Comcast is uh, I I I'm almost giving up on Comcast. If if uh, they had uh, if the Metronet fiber was in my neighborhood, I would have canceled my service yesterday. Uh, I spent two hours on the phone with them just to get them to give me a a, a decent rate. Uh, they their technicians lied to my fiance about stuff. It was a whole fucking thing. And then they tried to charge me fifty bucks to come out and fix something that wasn't a problem in my home. So that's just uh, yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough of Comcast, so Comcast, fuck you! I hope you listen to this. What is it with us and New Year's and Comcast and Xbox? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was like the last three weeks of the year that, like, my inner my my TV was almost unwatchable. It was pixelated, the, the, the programs were dropping, and I hadn't had a problem in, like, seven years. And uh, every single fucking person on my block had a Comcast technician out at least twice. And they would not admit it was their problem. My neighbor next to me, they drilled a bunch of holes in their walls. Like, it was a shit show. They are, they are, their their technicians are terrible. If you're a Comcast technician, I'm not even going to apologize. They're fucking terrible. <laughs> they're, they're awful. Both times, I've had three different technicians show up to my house and they were fucking awful. And I'm a technician by trade. Like, I know my shit. So if I tell you something, like, I'm not bullshitting you. I know what I'm talking about. And uh, they would not listen, and they were looking to cut corners any way possible. All they wanted to do is drill holes in the side of your house and when they don't need, when it doesn't need to be done, and they lie to you about shit. Uh, it's fucking brutal. It's brutal. So when, when the time comes, I will be cutting the cord one way or the other. I'm not going to have Comcast Cable. So playstation view here i come or something to that to it's that funny because you talk about the technicians everything yeah one of my family members that you played hockey with at the megaplex is yeah. a technician for Xfinity. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sonoga printing company. i was gonna say does he make bad t-shirts <laughs> uh, well the well, problem uh, i, I well, could have taken a picture of the uh the workshop on new year's eve but i didn't <laughs> yeah I, I i don't want to get into the whole details of it but there, there's a reason why their technicians are, are bad because 
I don't want to get. I don't want to get into that part of it. But anyway, back into this. Let me reel it back in. This what this this whole podcast has gone off the fucking rails. Yeah, Derek ain't even here. I know. <laughs> it's just you and I. It's, it's this is old school, man. This, we're really going old school. Uh. Let's see. I know you wanted to talk about the big signings over in Europe that uh, happened in the last week or so. The, uh... I pulled my groin in excitement. <laughs> I bet you did. Uh, Martin Havlat was, uh, at least he's training with a team overseas uh, in, che- in Czechoslovakia, I believe it is, yeah. It's just the Czech Republic now, buddy. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and Blackhawks legend Andrew Abbott. Ugh. <laughs> which is second line center Andrew Leb- or Andrew Ebbett uh, signed <coughs> with some team over there or got released by some team over there or whatever. Woo! I just saw that go through. I didn't know the guy was still actually playing hockey, but I would have thought he'd be washing cars somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, shit. Basically over there, it's the equivalent of not playing hockey. So what? Uh, we just had to mention that because those were now Derek things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of not playing hockey, the uh, the alumni game, the Blackhawks alumni game. Oh. (laughs) Torts would have loved that roster. Yeah. Talk about fat and out of shape. Holy shit. (laughs) And the funny, like the funny part about it is, like you've got, like. Reed Simpson, who played like zero time with the Blackhawks. And you've got uh, Kyle Calder, fat Kyle Calder out there. And then you've got Eric Daze, who actually looks like he could still be playing because he actually looks pretty good out there. But then you've got, you know, a line of like uh, Dan Carcillo and uh, Anna Burrish playing together. Look, they still were fucking terrible. Is Adam Burrish even officially retired? Yeah, he officially retired. Did he, he played. Yeah, he played like a season over in Europe. Like he played that season with the Wolves, and then he played a season in Europe, and then he retired. So him and Ben Eager. Yeah, Ben Eager was there too. <laughs> it was it was a line of Ben Eager, Dan Carcillo, and Adam Burrish. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> to, you know, the, all you need is Brandon Bowling, and you've got the you know. The four horsemen of fucking meatball heroes. You like that? You like that? <laughs> Not only that, but like Jim Cummins was out there. Like I remember when Jim Cummins was a Blackhawk, and he fucking he checked Garth Butcher <laughs> in, a, in an alumni game. I got to say, in an alumni game like that, how did they not reunite the ABC line? <laughs> I know, I know. Then again, Mark Bell probably would have crashed his car coming to the, to the game. Ouch. Ouch. And Arneson would have been too busy keeping Theo Fleury from getting beat up at a strip club, so. <laughs> oh, it was a glorious time in Blackhawks history. <laughs> <laughs> well, your boy Adrian Acoin was out there looking good. Woo! God. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was going to wait leave it till the end, but we might as well talk about it now. It's pretty interesting. I actually uh, posted the roster up in our uh, links here. Listen to some of these fucking names. Steve Conroy, Jack O'Callaghan, Brent Sopel, Steve Popes, who I don't think was actually there. I don't think Steve Popes was actually there. I don't remember him being introduced or anything. 
there was some other guy there that they didn't even have the uh they didn't even have the 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 <clears throat> the display set for him they showed him and then they they put up like uh they put up someone else's name for him <laughs> it was a total shit show i think they put up like reggie kerr but it wasn't reggie kerr it was like uh, jim fox or something or rick fox or some shit like that but uh brian noonan was out there dan carcello jim cummins kyle calder troy murray jamal Mayers, uh grant mulvey dave Mackey, who actually i think played more games for the blues than he did for the blackhawks uh jimmy Waite, murray bannerman adrian acoin reed simpson adam burrish darren pang Eric Daze and Ben Eager. So there were two number 55s out there. Woo! Yeah. How did Jamal Mayers make it on the Blackhawks alumni roster? Well, considering he only retired like a year ago. Yeah, really. He, uh, yeah, he was one of the, he was in in better shape than some of them. Uh, Panger looked awesome. He had his old, he had his old throwback equipment on, or his, his old school equipment. Like, this wasn't even throwback equipment. This was real old equipment. He was, he had the, the, like the last pair of goalie pads that he wore for the Blackhawks. He was wearing them. And, uh, he had his mat, his same mask and everything. He actually looked all right. And, uh, I think he gave up like two goals, but, uh, it kind of looked like you. <laughs> well, yeah. Woo! Old and bald. And he wasn't fat though. Uh, he looked okay. Uh, who looked terrible was Murray Bannerman. Uh, the last time around, I, Bannerman looked all right. This time around, uh, he didn't. He didn't. He just had like a plain white mask, so that kind of took a little bit of the nostalgia away from it. And uh, and I know for a fact, I know the two people that I know that uh, paint masks have offered to paint him a throwback mask that matches his old mask. So whatever. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that, but. Uh, he he looked bad. He was falling all over the place. Uh, coke and, coke and alcohol will do that. Too. Well, speaking of looking bad, Kyle Calder, fat Kyle Calder. I posted a picture. He got fat oh as fuck. Holy shit! Oh. Yeah, he looked yeah. like he he looked like Kelly Chase out there. What? He, he may have looked fatter. <laughs> yeah, he he packed on some pounds, and he's not that old. I mean, what was his last year with the Hawks? Like, oh five, oh four. Something like that. I, mean, I guess it's ten years ago, but shit. Yeah, but he's not even forty yet. Uh, I don't know. Whatever it is, he looks he looks like he's like fifty five. He is not aging well. So, like you were saying about what was it, coke and uh, booze? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he definitely. Uh... But uh, speaking of fat and out of shape, uh, Keith Kachuk. Oh. Wow. Man, talk about letting yourself go. <laughs> he looked like uh, Uncle Joey from uh, Full House. He looked exactly like uh, Coulier, Dave Coulier. <laughs> I would not have recognized. If I saw him walking like in a mall or something, I would have thought he was Dave Coulier. I would have been like, hey, Uncle Joey. Because hey, he cut let him. it out. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah. Um, Brett Hall, speaking of another one, let him let himself go. Uh, there were there were a couple in there that I know, but but uh, the the the, uh, the Green Goblin Barrett Jackman was out there. Uh, Al McCannis was looking good. Uh, who else? 
Pierre Turgeon, Gretzky, Chris Mason, uh, former bald goaltender. Woo! He was he Predators looked pretty good legend. out there. Number fifty, good old number fifty. Pronger was out there. Uh, your boy Kelly Chase, Martin Brodeur was out there. I didn't see Brodeur play because I didn't watch the third period. I got bored with it. But uh, uh, that's because he got stuck in the door coming off the bench because he's so fucking fat. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, yeah, I. Eh, no one really. Adam Oates. I mean, he still looks pretty good, but. <clears throat> as long as he's not diddling around with porn stars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> firing. Guns are blazing tonight. <laughs> yeah, you're firing. Uh, but yeah, the the funny part was Gar- former like you know former tough guy Garth Butcher got uh, checked by Jim Cummins and went down crying like a little baby. And uh, he ended up getting a penalty shot because of it, which I don't, I don't know if Garth Butcher's ever seen or ever been that close to an opponent's net in his entire career. So, yeah, Darren Pang actually made the stop on him. So that, that just goes to show you the quality of that. God, Dallas Drake, what an asshole he was when he played. Yeah, he... Uh, I think uh, when they announced him, like the only good thing they could say was like one of the toughest players to wear a blues uniform or something like that, or one of the most respected players to wear a blues uniform. That was the big their big uh, announcement of him. I would have went with one of the only players to be named Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that didn't work. That didn't work in a strip club. Uh, coyote current coyotes player chris pronger yeah uh, he uh why didn't we get dave bolin to play sure why not hey, actually i think from what i saw i think i remember i think uh pronger was wearing a tinted shield so the sun didn't bother his eyes <laughs> i'm was pretty sure cold? was the weather too cold for his wife too no Woo! <laughs> god i i hope edmonton fans never forgive him yeah, well, considering the, well, it, the weather was good, actually good that day, but for the uh, Winter Classic, the weather was shit, so we'll get that. Showers. Yeah, we'll get that. <laughs> we'll get that <laughs> shortly. Uh, did you see the article today where they were uh, trying to make a, uh, they're trying to make an argument for Peter Budai as, uh, for the Vezina Trophy? Oh, God. Because basically his stats right now compare with Jonathan Quick. When whenever he was considered elite, oh my god! Yeah, his like save percentage is almost the same as Jonathan Quick's, and like his winning percentage and stuff. So that goes to show that kind of goes to show you like was it the team or was it the goalie? Because if Peter, if if a guy who was stuck in the you know the AHL like you know a veteran goalie who was stuck in the AHL now comes up and is able to pretty much stay on par with what Jonathan Quick was doing. Uh, how, how good is Jonathan Quick? You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know. Elite goaltender Jonathan Quick. I mean, I, I kind of like him because I like, you know, I think he's, you know, got good reflexes, but that also means he's out of position a lot. Anyway. It's ice cold of you to think like that. <laughs> oh, wee! Oh, wee! Nice. All right. Let's see. I don't know if Mr. Norton's going to ever make it back here. 
Well, streetlights came on past his bedtime. Yeah, well. Should... Should, uh, message him to see if he comes back. Send him a life preserver. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, let's move on to the Blackhawk stuff. Just you and I. Just the two like of us. Old like old times? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Yeah. My iPad crapped out on me. That's fine. Blame ISIS. <laughs> why? Sure, why not? All right, let's get in the Blackhawks. All right. Uh, it was announced shortly uh, shortly after we recorded last time around. We were all worried. Or I know I was worried about the Artemi Panarin uh, the, uh, extension and whether they were going to be able to do it and how much money it was going to be. And then a couple of days later, they announced that Panarin signs a two-year bridge deal for $6 million a year, which is pretty fair market value for him. So... Uh, <clears throat> that's, you know, good on Stan Bowman for that, but, you know, you're still going to have to, uh, you're going to have to pay him down the road. So, you know, you probably saved yourself maybe a million or two million over the, you know, over the, the length of this contract, but you're going to make up for it on the back end with that. So to Mr. Panarin. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. There you go. That's now his permanent song. You there? I am. <laughs> I was giggling. I was giggling. All that's right. all. Yeah. <clears throat> you notice how I took that Derek Photoshop and I just made it better. <laughs> Woo! Not hard to do. <laughs> well, put a little put a little effort into it. It's probably a lot better. And so, uh, it's so time consuming too. And right? I want to make sure that I don't uh, miss uh, a little shout out to this this person, Mr. William J. Lapatamain, has oh been a saint. Take a fucking bow. He has been a saint. If you do not follow him, and you follow our shoutcast and our and our website, you must follow William J. Lapatamain. I've probably uh, retweeted him a thousand times. But he has, he goes well out of his way to do photoshops and stuff for us, and uh, we don't even ask him to do it. He does it on his own. Uh, takes it takes time out of his day to do this, so uh, we appreciate that. And I want to make sure that all of you that are going to go out there and wish Uncle Roosevelt, that's at Uncle Roosevelt, a happy birthday, once or twice or three times a lady. Please make sure you go out and also follow uh, the William J. Lepetamain account because he uh, has some excellent stuff for us. Yeah. He's, he's done the Lord's work. If God existed, he would be doing his work. Woo! Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Mythical creature called Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's Jesus, Santa Claus, and the Easter Bunny. Oh, well, Jesus. There goes my chance to ever... 
<laughs> there goes my chance of ever having a successful uh, profile on Christian Mingle. <laughs> well, you can you can always get on the website with Derek. The can do better, <laughs> or Derek's uh, lovely wife, lovely bride. Woo! Can do better dot com. Uh. <laughs> is that where you is that where you found uh ooh my darling uh, back to the photoshop <laughs> that's another inside joke in real life yeah well oh my lord they're, they just catch you out of left field, and they're they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. Well, the thing is, is like you'll you'll say something, you don't even you know you don't expect someone to run with it, but he runs with it, man. Oh man, he oh, does. Awesome. And today, uh, also, I want to give a, a shout out to Ramblin' Grimace too because he jumped in on the uh, the Hitch photoshops today. I found a nice picture of uh, good old Hitch, looking fat as ever, and. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you, they kind of went with it, so I gotta. Cause once you've had fat, you never go back. Yeah. Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna see if I have that photo on my phone, and see if our resident Photoshopper can come through for us. Yeah. <sighs> so, anyway, uh, Tanner Carroll was brought up, which was kind of funny because Fork mentioned Tanner Carroll and how he's having such a good year at Rockford, and then like a day later, two days later, he gets brought up. So, it was the the uh, the Fork curse in reverse. Playoffs. So, Tanner Carroll came up. Uh, Tyler Mott was set to Rockford, which he probably should have been because he's been on the he's been on the schneid for a little while uh yesterday spencer abbott was called up from rockford so we're gonna see his debut tomorrow with the blackhawks which, which before this he had only played one game in the nhl so this is maybe his brother will start liking my tweets again about him <laughs> he has a brother <laughs> i didn't even yeah. know yeah yeah good oh, maybe they maybe they'll listen to this shitty podcast we do <laughs> I, you know, who knows whatever don't worry nobody's listening anyway truth bomb truth bomb yes and for Mr. William J. LePetamain I, I missed this earlier but I want to make sure I wrap it up to the honorable William J. LePetamain governor yeah that's for him uh, let's see Adrian Dater the other day claimed that the Blackhawks are looking at 39 year old Jerome Aginla and his $5.5 million cap hit. So I don't know how they're going to manage that. And I don't know why they would do that. Uh, he's 39. He's not playing well where he's at now. What are you going to have to give up for him? If you were to give up any more than a third-round draft pick and maybe a failed uh, draft pick like Mark McNeil. Woo! Or uh, something like that. Uh, I, I can't so see why you would do it. Would we be swiping right on McNeil's Blackhawks career? <laughs> I don't know. How's Garrett Ross doing down in the down in the <laughs> desert? <laughs> uh, swipe right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I 
sure, it's all in theory, it's all good and well. But first of all, Aginla's a right wing, so you've got Hosey and you've got Kane. So where's he going to play? Stop being Mister Fucking Miserable. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know if he can play a left wing. But if he's a, he's a right wing, and that's his whole thing is is uh, you know him sitting on the half wall doing you know doing the Panarin thing. Uh, that's where Kane sets up. I don't know what you're going to do with Jerome McGinley. I mean, it just stinks of, you know, an older, slower Andrew Ladd from last year that no one was happy with, even though he did okay. But, you know, Jerome McGinley is 39 years old. What? It's a chemo reclamation project? Woo! I don't know. I don't without the blood clots though. <laughs> yeah, without the blood clots, I don't know why you would do it. I mean, I like Jerome again, of course, because I was Calgary Flames fan. But um, I don't think he has anything left on the tank. I don't know why you would bother giving anything up for him. You know, you could find something else. Point on the power play. Uh, shit. Uh, I guess uh, they wouldn't use him there anyway. I mean, that's. I don't know. I, I, I'm. I don't. I'm with you though. I was. I. I have a, a flames, like. I don't know how I'd say that. A Romance. soft spot for the Calgary. Yeah. yeah, a soft spot for the Flames. And uh, you know, I, I like Aginla. But yeah, yeah. Maybe but I'm letting my fanhood get in. I well, I think it is. That's you know, at first, uh, there were people that was that were that were, um. Uh, there were people that were talking about it, and I kind of thought about, you know, why aren't they, why aren't they talking about the Blackhawks, you know, being in, being in the dirt? And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, what are they going to do with him? You know, what are you going to do with it uh, again? I don't know. I mean, he's really just like he's like a utility infielder at this point in time. You know? Yeah. He's like, you know, he's David Ross. Which, you know, it worked all good and well for the Cubs, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Unless you're going to give up garbage for them, I'm not for it. I mean, they already gave up. They gave up too much last year, trying too hard. And uh, when they gave away Deneau. Well, the thing is, (laughs) yeah, and that one goal, never forget. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I threw you off, didn't I? No, because I had this conversation with the honorable governor that we just talked about <laughs> and uh, Mr. Burns Churches the other night. To the honorable and... William J. Lepetamine governor. <laughs> and? Voter. Yeah. And? Go ahead. And we were, ta- we were talking about what changes the Hawks can make and everything like that. And I brought up the point that no matter what they do now, they're not going to go into that draft without having a first-round pick or top 10 pick, maybe. So something's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to make that deal where it's a big deal at the deadline where it involves a a lot of shit. I mean, I think that would only happen if they took a shit now until the trade deadline. But do you see the point I'm trying, like where I'm getting at on it? Yeah. Or do you? Yeah. I, I'm trying to explain it my best, and I'm really not because I haven't eaten since... You, know, <laughs> you haven't eaten? I'm shocked. Yeah. 
It's because I fell asleep longer on the couch after work than I did all last night. <clears throat> but I mean, it was. Um, it's just that something's gonna happen, and it's just the. Uh, if it's a Ginla now, it's like I don't see them. It's not going to involve a pick now, so I mean they're not going to give up that. Well, well, they're not going to give up early picks. They're certainly yeah. not going to give up the first round pick because they want to be they want to be up on the podium. They want to get the big cheer on the first day, and then um, basically it's all the first round, the first day, and then the second yeah. day is it starts the second round. So they're going to want to get the big cheer in the second round. Yeah, you know when they when they come up there. Uh, you just you need to keep that whole thing in the back of your head when it comes to deals at the deadline to make the team better. I guess that's the point I was trying to make. Now it's starting to all come back to me. Yeah. Well, that's why I said third round pick because that that's when you could start thinking about, you know, okay, you could unload a third round pick, but yeah, <clears throat> the first or second, but, I don't see them. And and I'm not saying you know that they, they, they're justified in this at all. I'm just saying we could see what they're doing. You, know, you, you can understand what they're doing, whether it's right or not. You know, they want the big cheer. They want to come to the podium. They want to drag their whole their whole crew up there. They want to get a big cheer. And uh, for those who don't know, uh, I will be there, and I'm dragging Patrick's fat ass there too. So we're going for the draft. We will be there one way or the other. Where we're going to be, I, don't, I can't tell you, but we're going to be somewhere there. So... It will be interesting, to say the least. Just look for the fat guy and the short guy. <laughs> well, that could be one and the same. <laughs> but I, I don't think either, if they make a trade where it's going to involve a big name after the season, it's going to be immediately after the season because they're not going to want to announce, hey, we just traded Corey Crawford, but we got a first-round pick in the top five for him. That's probably not going to go over too well. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, you Which, have that, and we have the you know the whole the fantasy slash expansion. It's not even a yeah. draft, but whatever it is, that's going to be going on too. So you're going to be taking all that stuff into account as well. Yeah, a lot's going to happen. It's kind of hard to make predictions about things, but I don't know. I like a Gimla, but I think you're starting to convince me more. Start thinking with your head, not your heart. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just, he's old. I mean, you just like, when Kimo, when Kimo Tiemann had came, like, it's in theory, when he was good, yeah, awesome, perfect. Yeah. But then the reality sets in, he showed, he was out on the ice, and I mean, he just doesn't have it. I mean, he's Roosevelt. It worse. I mean, Roosevelt's better than Tiemann was. Holy shit! Did we just get a Roosevelt compliment? Woo! No. <laughs> you know, there's you know less than zero. Woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I just I would rather. I mean, I think a lot of people are thinking about Jerome McGinley two years ago. You know, when he actually brought something. I don't know that he he would bring something. You got you got to wedge that salary in there somehow. I I realize that the whole five point five million dollar cap hit wouldn't go against. There's a certain percentage of the salary that only goes against it. Uh, I I would have to look at the actual percentage of it, but 
they don't have a lot of cap room as it is. They've only got like, you know, $1 million in cap room right now. So, uh, you know, the, the full 5.5 million wouldn't go towards the cap. Uh, the Avs would have to eat some of that salary, so maybe, sure. I mean, I don't know. Could you get it down to one million dollars <laughs> if the percentage is, you know, what one third of his salary plus, uh, you know, the Avs eat some of it? I don't know. Maybe there's a way to work it that way. <clears throat> it, the cap is funny that way when you go around. I mean, things that you don't think will fit end up fitting, like Andrew Ladd, you know. Can we just sigh for Cap Geek? Yeah, no kidding. Any of those sites. Yeah, that made everything make sense. Cap Friendly's doing a decent job. They're they're doing okay. Oh, fuck fuck them. (laughs) They're doing okay. I mean, they helped out uh, when I was looking up, like, no movement clauses and stuff like that when I was writing my article about uh, Panarin and who the Hawks may have to get rid of and things like that. But... uh, it's definitely not Cap Geek, but it's they're they're trying. I'll give them that 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 much. And uh, General Fanager, rip, rip General Fanager. So that was another one. So, uh, yeah, we're getting live, almost live tweeted by uh, Atomic Froster because he's at the Canucks game right now. So shows how exciting of a game is. That. Yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> And we still don't have Mr. Norton back yet, so we're just going to. Tr- where's he calling from? Ethiopia. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to trudge along here. Uh, the last point I had with the Blackhawks stuff is Mr. Marcus Kruger is week to week with an upper body injury. We don't know what the upper, upper body injury is or how it even happened. I tried to do a little research. I could not find out where it happened. So somebody had said he blocked the shot. Well, that would make sense, but someone today uh, was saying that uh, it didn't seem like it was a concussion because with concussions, they don't give any sort of uh, recovery time. They don't give an estimation usually. Whether or not, you know, how how real or true that really is, I don't know, but uh, who knows? Marcus Cruz is going to be out for a little while, so that's kind of why they brought up Spencer Abbott. Uh, Marion Hosa should be returning in the next game or two. So that's good to see. We want to get him back out there and back uh, playing again. Oh, what did he bring to the table? (laughs) What? Nothing. Nothing at all. He brought a steady decline. (laughs) So we have a couple games. We don't have many, but we have a couple games. We'll go through these games. Hopefully, Mr. Norton will come back. He's got three games to get back on the line. (laughs) So... We'll start with the first one. It's versus the Avs. Uh, it was a 2-1 overtime loss. Crawford was back from his injury. Uh, he had to defend against his own team trying to kick kick the puck into his own net. Uh, stupid Jordan 2-2 with the fancy pants move. Got him virtually benched for the entire rest of the game, and rightfully so. He actually... <laughs> you hated that move. Oh, my God, was I pissed about that. Like, dude, you're a plug. You're a fourth-line plug. You almost had a breakaway, and he pulls this between-the-legs bullshit move. Oh, God, I was furious. I was screaming at the TV when he did that. Why would you do that? I uh, Why you would do that? I have no fucking idea. Like, you're lucky to get ice time at all. Really. You're lucky to be on the ice for five minutes a game. 
and you get a chance at a partial breakaway and you pull the bullshit between the legs move that you don't even get a shot off on. And he actually mentioned it because they interviewed him. I think he pulled that in the first period and then they, he didn't play hardly at all in the second period. And I think they interviewed him between the second and third period and they asked him about that move. And he's like, well, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that. And it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have asshole. So whatever. (laughs) Sir, I'm just catching up on our conversation that we got going on with Mr. Canada. (laughs) We have losers. We have losers. Yeah, Mr. Canada wants to wants to join us live from the Rogers Center. <laughs> we got we have uh, Mr. Norton who uh, can't get his connection straight, and you for once have a good connection. So the best news of all, Derek doesn't have a connection. <laughs> Woo! Yes. Give me that devil fish. Give me that fish. <laughs> so anyway, um. The scoreless Jonathan Taze finally got a goal in the game, and it was on the power play. Nathan McKinnon scored 25 seconds in overtime after Patrick Kane turned over the puck uh, just over the uh, Avs blue line. And uh, see, the Blackhawks couldn't have been any less interested in the Christmas Eve Eve game. Calvin Pickard continued to stymie the Blackhawks as he does. The uh, the Rasmussen Kruger panic line was the only redeeming quality of this game at all. Uh, I was going to say, fill me in on this game because I totally missed it, but uh, never mind. Yeah, there wasn't much to fill in. I mean, the Avs beat the Blackhawks, so that's all you really (laughs) have to say. Uh, They showed it on the Epic Series. They kind of showed it, and they really didn't. uh, I don't know. They didn't really get into too much detail because it was. But they did show the the Jordan 2-2 move on the Epic Series, which. He should be fucking like he should never play again for that. I mean, if Kentney's been benched and Campbell's been benched, like Tutu should not be playing for that bullshit at all. <laughs> I, I, I'm still like it gets me fired up just thinking about it. It's stupid. <coughs> you right there. There's, there's that plague. <laughs> Sorry, I had, to, I had to take a drink there. Throat's getting a little dry from yelling into the microphone. Uh, the next game, the 3-1 loss to the Jets. You seem to get all the Jets games. It's by plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Crawford was the second game back, stopped a couple of breakaways and still got no help. Uh, the Blackhawks goal was by Artem Anisimov. Hawks really weren't in the game at all. The jet speed gave the Hawks defense fits. I did see one specific instance where Brian Campbell got completely blown around <laughs> by whoever. I think it was uh Blake Wheeler. Now that I think about it. Um, yeah, the, the jets were just too fast, which is weird. It's weird too, that like Patrick Lyon had such a good year, but against the Blackhawks, he's really a non-factor. I think in, in any of the games, he really hasn't done anything. He's good for the Blackhawks, I guess. But it's kind of weird that he's been a non-factor in those games. And they haven't played well against the Jets at all. Uh, Gustav Forsling had a bad game, just plain and simple. Uh, it was about time he started getting uh, sit. Started getting sat. Uh, sit, sat. Yeah, sit, thing. sat, whatever. Sit, sat, shit, whatever. Uh, he eventually did get... Sit down, sat down, 
whatever. <laughs> Shit down. Uh. Oh, God. Uh, so, uh, Marion Hosa missed the game with an apparent upper body injury. Patrick wants the defense to get older and slower. Seems like a reasonable choice. Eat a penis. <laughs> As I said. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I was grumpy. Uh, uh, you were grumpy gussing it. You wanted more hits. <laughs> Oh, those are those are your comments. That's what that was. Yeah. Your 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 replies to my comments on the notes. Yes, yes. You're gonna take shots at me. I'm gonna take shots. At you. <laughs> yeah, you wanted more hits in the game. Uh, no, thank you. Oh, that was just one person sent out a tweet that, like you, just <laughs> lit my ass on fire. Yeah. And... <clears throat> uh, well, that was the end of it. What are you gonna do? I'd, I'd say let's go, but that might give it away who it was. <laughs> well it definitely wasn't better than Pearl Jam <laughs> how do you like me now how do you like me now alright moving on to the next game the 3-2 win at the Predators Crawford was in net save 36 of 38 held the Blackhawks in the game for the first period the Blackhawks goals were by Anisimov on the power play Taze on the power play and Kane Stupid fans were booing Kane every time he touched the puck and chanting Crawford, but uh, they cheer Mike Rivero, the nanny diddler. Woo! So, whatever, <laughs> shithead fans. Like, really, the uh, even more stupid was the franchise leaving the uh, open seats to keep the red out, which is dumb. Uh, you could look around the bowl and you could see uh, many... Seats were empty for at least the first uh, half of the game. I don't know why someone's going to, you know, the game started at like 8 o'clock, you know, Nashville time. So it's not like it was hard to get to the game. So you show up at 9 o'clock or 9.30 to a, (laughs) I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because they started to kind of fill up either that or it was just people moving down from the upper levels to fill those seats. That's probably it's probably the most reasonable explanation to why they were eventually getting whatever they don't like money apparently uh quenville broke brian campbell's uh consecutive game streak at 423 games gustav forsling said as well so we had kempney and rosevall in and they played pretty good together there were no complaints uh, late penalty against Corey Crawford incited a shit ton of crying and bitching from the Purds fans that are slowly becoming St. Louis East. You know, a bunch of insufferable assholes complaining little whiners. Uh, basically, Crawford was in the crease. Uh, who was, I don't even know who it was. Smith, was it Craig Smith or something? Cut the crease a little close. He was actually skated right through the crease. Crawford kind of Kind of stuck his leg out a little bit, and Smith took his leg. I think it was Smith took his leg out, and uh, he got a goalie interference penalty. Well, basically, if you don't want to get a goalie interference penalty, don't skate through the fucking crease. Hey, I got really quick breaking yeah. news. What's that? I just had a I had an incoming call from Mister Froster on the Skype thing. Should I have answered that? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. He should have tried calling me, but. <laughs> he could up oh, incoming call i don't want to i don't want to do this because it'll put you on hold 
but I'm going to do that. I'm going to hang up. Let me let me see what I can do here. Let's see if I can add Mister Add People. I'm going to we're going to add him live from the Rogers Arena. Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> this is unheard of in podcast history. Let's see if we can make some podcast history here. <laughs> Waiting. Waiting. The connection in Rogers Arena is shitty. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Sorry, that was my phone going off. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like I can. I'll try to connect him one more time. Well, he actually should be able to connect now. Now that I've tried. I was going to say, you shouldn't hear any crowd noise because there's probably nobody at that fucking game. No, what, what, what is the game? It's the uh, Canucks against who? The Coyotes? Coyotes. Oh, woof. Woofa. Are you just reading the stats that he's throwing at us? Yeah, what was it? <laughs> Shots are 14-16 with 13 minutes <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, do you go to a hockey game or a soccer game? Yeah, well, you might get more shots than that at a soccer game. Let's try him one more time. No answers. No answers from Mr. Let's see if we can add Mr. Froster here. We got a little we got a little time to kill. But anyway, um yeah, the the Predators fans are insufferable assholes. They're they're getting to be pains in the asses. And they're and their their franchise is much better when they don't want to. They're afraid of, of Blackhawks fans. They can complain all they want that you know, one or two Blackhawks fans you know is inappropriate or whatever the case is or X, you know, X out of line or whatever. But um, like for all the for the one fan that you know acts out of line. There's 50 Blackhawks fans that just go there and have a good time. So it's a bullshit excuse that you don't want Blackhawks fans to come down there and spend money on your tickets. But I I did bring up this this to someone else. Is like most of the tickets that you're going to buy are secondhand tickets anyway. So the Preds have already got their money. So they don't really care, apparently. You know, they just want their fans to eat the tickets. So... Fine, whatever. I don't care. Do it. That's what I like about Columbus fans. They're always nice. For the most part. <clears throat> unless Except you for the, Derek. Well, yeah. <laughs> unless Derek pisses them off. And then I got to go down and try to avoid a fight. Or... So. Because he's acting like <clears throat> he's acting like Norton with his first beer. So, anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're not able to get Mr. Froster in here. He should be able to join if he wants to, but considering his, uh, I'm sure that uh, there are some limitations in the Rogers Arena with stuff. So. Goddamn snow Mexicans. Nice. <laughs> Woo! You know, my only problem is, is my Trump page is far down, but... We have losers. We have losers. 
So anyway, I think it looks like at this point in time, it's just going to be you and I going solo for the rest of the night. I guess. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, so we've we've gone all the way down to Norton's game. He said he had a lot he wanted to talk about for that game, but it looks like he's going to miss it. <laughs> I'm just reading your last note on this game. <laughs> it's well. <laughs> It fits well with the uh, Nicoletti treatment. Yeah, well. Uh, let's see. The 3-2 loss at Carolina. Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. That one sucked. Hey, hey look at that. <laughs> Just as we speak his name, we speak your name. We were just talking about you, and then all of a sudden you pop up. Hey, if we could only get uh, Atomic Froster was trying to join from the Rogers Arena. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to try and add him in again, but uh, I don't know if it's going to work. Oh boy, noisy. So, how you doing there, Mr. Norton? Can you hear us? Uh, yeah, a little. I'm using my phone. <laughs> hey, been there, done that. Yeah, you you actually <laughs> sounded better on your phone. You're fired. Get out of here. <laughs> Thank God you I can that, leave. <laughs> what? Okay, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we're, we're going to get into uh we're going to get into the game you co- you uh the only game you uh you covered this time around. Just so happened that, that that's the way it worked out. 3-2 loss in Carolina. Scott Darling started the back end of a, or the uh the back end of a back-to-back. Michael Kempney scored his first NHL goal. Vincent Estroza scored the other Blackhawks goal late in the game. Uh, the hashtag Kempney God is born. Or Kemp God, whichever way. I, I did Kempney God. Oh, we have him. Live from the Rogers Arena, we have Atomic Froster. Did they just score? <laughs> This is great. <laughs> I I think I hear the horn in the background. <laughs> oh, we're kind of losing this connection. Who fucking cares? <laughs> this is podcast history, folks. Live from the Rogers Arena, we have Atomic Froster, the snow Mexican. <laughs> I can hear him laughing. <laughs> That's how he numbs the pain of being in a Canucks game. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Oh, <laughs> that was uh, Bo, Bo Herbat scoring the third goal here in the third period. Nice. How much time's left? <laughs> There's six minutes left in the third. The shots are an abysmal. I I hear the snow Mexicans in the background. This is great. <laughs> it's been painful. 
Uh, I can imagine. This is just awful. Uh, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> uh, we got great seats. I would hope so. The place is probably empty. How's the podcast going? Oh, it's going well. We're about uh, we're about an hour forty five in. We're <laughs> wrapping up the games right now. <laughs> hey, are you sitting close enough that you could get hit by one of Shane Doan's elbows? <laughs> Yeah, you guys joined just at the right time. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we heard the horn going off. <laughs> it's probably it's pretty solid. I'll take a... Yeah? Nice. <laughs> you're cutting out a little bit, but you're not, it's not bad. I, I got to say, you are calling from a... You are calling from a game, so... In the first period, the Mike Smith took a... Out of the trap switch, uh, so they decided... <laughs> He's got a Patrick connection. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go. Got to... <laughs> All right, man. We'll let you go. Have a good time. All right, that was Atomic Froster checking in from the Rogers Arena. <laughs> was that, was that podcast history? <laughs> I think it was podcast history. You Doesn't can, you... get much more Canadian than that. <laughs> there you go folks that just made my night (laughs) just when i think the podcast is gonna suck something like that happens oh that's beautiful you guys still there (laughs) i i'm i'm recovering apparently you're speechless i am i'm holding on (laughs) holding on to hope that this is over (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what? You and most of our fans. <laughs> Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. All right. Oh, they should listen to that. That's cool. <laughs> so anyway, back to the Carolina game. Taylor Taylor Vine had a decent game and had an assist. Uh, Steve Conroy had a bizarre take on the Brian Bickle MS situation. If you'd like to speak on that, Mr. Norton. If you remember uh, the Carolina game, I'm sorry, I spaced. <laughs> yeah, the Carolina game when uh, Steve Conroy brought yeah, up the was... MS thing. Oh my god! Yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, it's a." Uh... I, I can't even remember. I'm going to pull up my recap because I, I tried yeah, to walk ba- it out of my brain as yeah, fast no... as possible. Well, wh- what he actually said was, uh, "Well, you know, Brian Bickle's got MS, but it's not a death sentence." <laughs> Well, yeah, I missed, I missed that. <laughs> well, it's just like have some sympathy, man. Yeah, it was like whoa, hello. That to talk about, you know. Oh, he went for the he went for the jugular right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was. I mean everyone's like you know it's it's the feel good thing. Hey, Brian Bickle looks good. Hey, you know. And then uh, Steve Conrad throws out the well, you know it's not a death sentence. Well, th- yeah. thanks. He's not going to die. Ask, ask Josh Harding how that feels. <laughs> nice. Well, I'll believe that Bickle has the same thing as Harding when Bickle goes and smashes a rack of goalie equipment and sticks. <laughs> or Mike Smith, for that matter. <laughs> Speaking of Mike Smith. Yeah, Mike Smith is just Josh Harding minus the MS. 
How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, ouchie. Hello. <laughs> Norton on painkillers can uh, crack a few jokes. <laughs> oh, That's why it took me so long to fix my internet. Oh, look at pic, uh, Atomic Frost just sent the picture of uh, the guy you heard. I, I, I think we're going to have to post that picture with the uh, the description. Boy, this is the link to description. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, well he, the, the picture of those two snow Mexicans. <laughs> what the fuck is up with the Seahawks shirt? That's all they have to cheer for up there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I think Atomic Froster might have had a pop or two. I'm just going to go out on a limb. <laughs> Either that or he's been uh, inhaling something or other. <laughs> Froster sniffing glue. Huffing glue. <laughs> he's sniffing something, I think. He's on what Eklund's on. <laughs> he's sniffing Mrs. Slurpee's God. ass. Don't get me started with Eklund. That guy pissed me off with that Nick Goofball rumor. Yeah. I know Mr. Jaco had to be a little more on the politically correct side. He couldn't. He had to, you know, yeah. <clears throat> go Sorry to bat for his team. <laughs> he had to go to oh, bat for his team, but I, that was stupid. I just realized I cut off before we talked about the Ginlar, right? Oh, yeah, we, we did talk about it again a little bit. You got something you want to say about that? You can go ahead. Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain. I want to make sure it's not racist. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> As I'm talking about no, snow I'm... Mexicans, <laughs> well, <laughs> Lordy McGordy. Yeah. What a pansy. Well, I was gonna say that again was about playing as well as Ryan Reeves, but I don't know how that would be interpreted. <laughs> oh. Woo! So he's playing like an animal. <laughs> Patrick, you're not on painkillers. You have no excuse. Oh, What's funny? <laughs> Mr. Caro's going to be in your notifications tomorrow. We're not going to whine oh. here. Pittsburgh can whine. Pittsburgh whines enough for the whole league, so there's no room for any other team to whine. <laughs> nice. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. Going into 2017, I don't think we can get much higher than this. <laughs> Well, I mean, we we did we we did a report live from the Rogers Arena, so I don't think we could top that. Yeah, that 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 might not be able to be topped. That's uh, that's a high bar that. Uh, I can't wait to look back on two th- 2017 and be like, you know, our best shoutcast was in the first week of January. <laughs> <laughs> wait till the Norton goes away to college podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming! <laughs> it's coming. Maybe we'll do that as a live one. Ooh, <laughs> oh, no. There's an idea. <laughs> so, so we'll go there like, uh, like Revenge of the Nerd style, and the cruise control set on 55, <laughs> driving Norton to college. Oh, I just meant like the last or whatever college starts. I'm here. No one college starts. All you hippies. I mean, I don't know when that starts. Neither do I. <laughs> 
Nice. But we could do a live shoutcast from Chuck E. Cheese, or Char <laughs> or Char Charles E. Cheese, as I call it. And he goes uh, to the much more classy establishment. Um, hey, buddy, Google the Char uh, Chuck E. Cheese in Oak Lawn. <laughs> we could have a send off party there. We could send you on on your happy way to college. We could give you a, a nice little gift basket to go along. <laughs> And a gift card to Pro Jersey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Boy, talk about, talk about a real gift package there. <laughs> They're overpriced clearance rack. Nice. You know what we're talking about anymore. Uh, Ginla. <laughs> yeah. Well, we 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 said I said again. Um, I just like well, he doesn't really have anything left, and you you don't want to give anything up for him. Uh, he's like a reclamation project. Uh, you he's basically like utility infielder at this point. Yeah, we 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 used our sob story with Teeman, and I think we'll pass on again. I mean, you know, while <clears throat> it's all good and well, but. If you, everyone's thinking about Aginla as the Aginla of two years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, he's not that player anymore, and they they can only use him in specialized situations, and, and really, do you need a guy that you can only play? In, I mean, you already got Tutu on the roster; you can only play in specialized situations. Do you really need another guy? And plus, he's a right wing. Kane and Hosar are both right wings, so you're gonna play him in the third line. Or are you going to move Hosta down to the third line? You're going to move Ginla up with with Taves, so you're going to put a, a slow winger, you know, up there with him. Well, that worked yeah. real well with Lad last year, who's a at this point in time probably got more legs than Jerome Ginla. So I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of speaking of Colorado, they're getting caught with their pants down again. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're getting the goal that Johnny Goudreau just scored. Oh my lord! Yeah, I'm, I turned my iPad off, so I don't know what's going on with that. He went to go do a wraparound, stopped halfway behind the net, and Calvin Pickard went to fell for it, and then he just went back to the side he came around. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, well. Johnny most, ama most amazing stat on that screen, though, is Chris Versteeg somehow has seven goals this year. <laughs> well, he's the savior between mm -hmm. him and uh, Devin Sataguchi. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, next thing you know, Danny Healy's going to make a comeback, right? Woo! As long as he doesn't drive to the games, it's okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <clears throat> So I'm, I'm looking at this Carolina game now. Yeah. I forgot that this is the one that, I guess this is the one where we benched Campbell. Yep. Yeah, that was my last, my last note there was uh, Campbell's games played streak at 423 ended as punishment. Kind of a shitty move by Q, which it was. Same with benching somebody when they return home for the first playoff game. Uh, yeah. Or... Or benching somebody when he's got a consecutive game streak uh, and he wants he has to be traded. 
like Steve Larmer. Woo! It's just a shitty move to do that. Like, just let let the guy suit up. Cut his ice time down if you want to punish him for something. But really, uh, benching a 37-year-old defenseman, like, what is that going to do? Ryan Campbell's 37? Yeah. What the hell is wrong with me? (laughs) Yep. 37. I think it's 37. He may be 38 by now. No, I'll be 38 in May. Well, close enough. His, birth- his birthday's right after mine. <clears throat> oh, I'll wow. be 38 the week after the season ends. <laughs> oh, aren't, you, aren't you a little ball of sunshine today? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Marcus Cougar got hurt in this game. He got his upper body injury. No one really knows. Like we said before, no one really knows what the injury is. Maybe maybe he got hurt blocking a shot, whatever. But uh, he's going to be out. He's week to week, so he's going to probably be out two to three weeks. He was thrown on injured reserve, so we're going to be. You're going to be sad. There's going to be no Marcus Kruger for a little while. Okay, I'm perfectly content with it. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it if it's going to happen, this would be the time for it to happen. <clears throat> exactly. <coughs> Just like if they trade him in the offseason, as long as Rasmussen is re-signed and is slid into that role, I'm A-OK with it. Yeah, that's well, that could that could very well happen. Rasmussen's turned into a pretty nice little player. Yes, a very nice little player. Actually, not, not little player, big player. He's actually bigger than Kruger, so... Uh, I did see that... Uh, McClure was back on his horse about Kruger again. About yeah, saying that. Sure. I mean, I, yeah, we we all get that he's important, but he may be slightly pricing himself out of uh, where he could fit here for this this team. Woo! So whatever. Anything else you uh, you have to add to this game, Mister Norton? Absolutely not. <laughs> kind of wanted to throw it in the trash already. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. It's kind of like a death, it's kind of like a death sentence, ain't it? <laughs> you like that? You like that? But do you know what isn't a death sentence? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> MS. Thanks, Doctor Conroe. <laughs> Dr. Conroy. <laughs> paging Dr. Conroy. Paging Dr. Conroy. He oh, looks more like a doctor. And he's about as interesting as one, too. <laughs> he's not the best color man in the league for nothing, folks. All right, we're set to go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I wish he'd just stay with the alumni team and off of our broadcasts. And wrapping it up, wrapping up the games, um, 4-1 loss, the Winter Classic at St. Louis. Patrick ditched us once again. We invited him out for the game, and he ditched us. Fucker. Mm-hmm. I did. Crawford was in net, saved 33 of 36. Blackhawks were severely outshot. Uh, we talked about the Hawks goalie gear. Uh, Michael Kempney played his third third game in a row, scored his second goal in as many games. 
This was the lone Blackhawks highlight, and it was only a minute and three seconds into the game. Hashtag kept me God. Uh, the weather was shit, although it was uh, better than people were fearing. Uh, it was actually to a point where uh, the night before, they were worried about what was going to happen. They announced that at 7 a.m. the next day, they were going to make a decision on when the start time was going to be because of the rain. And then uh, in the morning, they said they were going to start at the normal time. Uh, they had to make sure that two periods were played. Uh, after two periods, if the game was tied and the game could not be uh, finished, they were going to do a shootout before the next Blues-Blackhawks game to decide the winner of this game. Which is Uncle a, Roosevelt thought that was a joke. <laughs> no, that was not a joke. That was the... That was seriously, if if they couldn't finish that game, that was going to happen, which is just a fucking joke. Uh, <clears throat> I kind of said that, uh, you know, kind of when you tempt fate uh, and you have all these outdoor games, like sooner or later, you're going to have a failure. You, you, they're not all going to go swimmingly. So, and this one was not one. I mean, I, the it was gloomy. It was dark. It was raining. It was basically just another day in St. Louis. Woo! Uh, Vlad Tarasenko had two goals. One was directly kicked in by Jalmerson, so he actually had one goal. Uh, black helmets were the nice contrast, and they were the only cool thing. They looked good on the ice. Um, Joel Quenville pulled a Patrick Waugh move and pulled the goalie with uh, just over three minutes remaining. And the Blackhawks gave up an empty net goal. This is never going to work when the team can't gain possession, much less keep it, which they didn't have possession all game long. So I don't know what made Quenville think this was going to work. Basically, he just threw his hands up and quit. Uh, Blues fans were celebrating like they won the cup, and it would be, and it will be the biggest win they have they have had all year. How pathetic it must be to blow your load on the second day of the year. So that was the Winter Classic. I was a little sidetracked during the game with everything that was going on, but it, uh, from what I saw, it was pretty boring. Uh, I wasn't impressed. I'm over this fucking uh, outdoor game thing. Like, I could care less about it anymore. Really, it's just an annoyance at this point in time. It's gotten stale. It's gotten extremely stale. So it's been beaten like a something with flip flops. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, if they didn't play in another outdoor game, I wouldn't be heartbroken, but they're going to yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, they're going to keep doing it. So whatever. Uh, <clears throat> I can't even remember much. I was, you know how I like to eat those pretzel bites and those cheese curds, so you, you've witnessed that firsthand. They go right to your hips and ass, man. <laughs> yeah, well. Because once you've had fat, you never go back. Anyway, uh, I, I, I don't have much more to say about the game because it was just like no one seemed to care. Blackhawks seemed like they were going through the game just trying not to get hurt. They just want to get it over with. The Blues actually cared because what else do they have to care about? 
except for their fat coach and his trip next trip to the buffet. Woo! Uh, yeah, I you know, I saw people saying like, "This is my favorite Blues win ever." <laughs> like, okay, sure. Like, even if the Blackhawks won, it would be like forgotten about in two days in Chicago. <clears throat> Like, we, if I didn't have to talk about it on this podcast, I would have forgotten that the game even happened. No one no one cares. It's really, a, it's irrelevant because it's, it's just a regular season game. It doesn't mean anything. Just ask, uh, you know, just ask the Capitals or the Wild. So, or the Red Wings for that matter. Uh, hello? <laughs> Are you guys still there? No, I'm I am. Dead. <clears throat> I was say because Pat, you got awfully quiet there. You, I figured you you might have a thing or two to add to it, but you were probably sleeping through the game. Um, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for joining us. All right. Well, anyway, fuck that game. <clears throat> it's uh, over with. My opinions were the same as yours. Yeah. I mean, really, it was hard to, like, find things to even really discuss in the game. You can't really take anything seriously because it's not played under normal circumstances. People aren't playing, you know, they're not taking a lot of shots. They're being careful to not get hurt. They're worried about the ice conditions. They're worried about the rain. There's all kinds of, like, you know, other circus fucking stunts going on around there. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like it. It was cool the first couple times, and I am so over it now. <laughs> just give it a rest for a while. And, and I really honestly think they need to go back to... If they want to do a Heritage Classic, that's all fine and well. And they want to do a Winter Classic, that's fine and well. But the Winter Classic is done on New Year's Day. Like, they did the Centennial Classic on New Year's Day, and then they did the Winter Classic on New Year's Day Observed, which fucks everything up because if you want to create a tradition that the winter classic is going to be on new year's day, then have it on new year's day. I don't care if it falls on a Sunday when there's going to be football, like it's just the way it is. That's the thing is they sacrificed. They knew they weren't going to get the ratings for the Centennial classic in the States. So they sacrificed that for the NFL. I agree with you. If you're going to do it on New Year's Day, do it on New Year's Day. Yeah, I mean, they the whole thing about this is it's supposed to be a tradition. There's a winter, there's an outdoor game every New Year's Day. Then do it on New Year's Day. Don't do it on the day after New Year's Day, which is a Monday. Some people might not have that day off of work. So, you know, the fact that uh, you know ratings were down, it was on a Monday when I don't know. It's not technically a holiday, but it's an observed holiday. It was all fucked up. Like, do the Centennial Classic on that day. Because the Canadians will go crazy for that. Like, they'll make it a national holiday to watch that game. But in the U.S., the most of the people in the U.S. don't care. Unless it's, you know, Chicago or St. Louis people, most people don't care about it. Especially, like I said, if it's on a Monday when some people may not have off. So, But whatever. That's they 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 know better. They're smart. They learning. 
Yeah, apparently, you know, the NHL does no wrong in their shitty website and <clears throat> Oh god, their website sucks. Their their marketing and they don't ever swing and miss on anything at all. But all right, I I've had enough about like, yelling about that game. Game sucked anyway. So let's move on to questions. We got oh, a couple of questions. Uh, you know, it's a slow start to the year, but what are we going to do? Uh, Ken Collenbeck said, is the Abbott call-up part of the overall asset evaluation geared towards the trade deadline deal? Um, I just think it's because Abbott's having a good year. They needed to call someone up. Uh, you know, they're not going to call Schmaltz back up. It's been too much. He's he's doing all right down there. Just leave him down there and let him get settled. Who else are you going to call up? Mark McNeil? So yes. I, I just think it's because they have had a good year. It's just like they did with Tanner Carroll. They call it Tanner Carroll because he's having a good year. So he still has Garrett Ross. <laughs> no. I do oh not. God. <laughs> <laughs> the the second Garrett Ross callback yeah, <laughs> this podcast. What's that? I feel like he'd work well with Kane. <laughs> Uh, is Garrett Ross not the one that got in trouble last? Well, yeah, he is. He got in trouble, but he got in trouble because of Mark McNeil. So, yeah, Woo! yeah, good times, boys. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see what happens with Abbott tomorrow. He's like, who gave me that uh, hashtag? Ben Smith scraps. Was that was it was? Oh, it's Letty Scraps. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, Burnt Shirts just writes in. He writes a long one here. First one was, would you guys mind touching on the recent slump of the Blackhawks? I mean, it wasn't necessarily a slump. It was like, you know, a couple games. Uh, you know, a couple games that lost at home. No big deal. So I'm not I'm not too worried about that. That's going to happen. Um, yeah, and and I think I wouldn't say that the the few losses are necessarily the way of the Blackhawks now because but the way that they performed at the beginning of the year with all of their wins, <clears throat> you know, you couldn't expect that all year. I didn't expect that at all this year. No, I mean they're gonna they're gonna have a slump. Every team's gonna have a slump. You know, losing two losing two out of three games is not really that bad. Uh, no. Plus, it's over the holidays. No one really gives a shit over the holidays. They, they could say they do, but they don't. Just like I don't think they really give a shit about this game. So, or about the the Winter Classic game. It just it was an annoyance. So, um, let's see. Is it Hosa just missing, or is the team just going through a dip? Well, you do have, you do have some injuries. You have Hosa was injured. You have, you know, Crawford was injured for a while. And he finally back. Uh, you have Kruger that's injured, who is uh, you know their best defensive center. Uh, we think you know some of the rookies were kind of hitting 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 a wall a little bit. He had Mott never recovered from his injury. Uh. Forsling's kind of, you know, hitting a, a soft spot in his season. Uh, you know, yeah, 
He's hit a wall harder than Dale Earnhardt. Oh, Jesus. All righty then. I'm jonesing for some NASCAR. Come on. Oh, wonderful. <clears throat> Just what we need. Um, let's see what else. I asked this because of how tired the narrative thrown out by the likes of Barstool Chief and the likes of last time we won the cup, we didn't win the Winter Classic either. This year was very different, not a lot of depth. And while the defense isn't looking the best uh, in the best of shape, I kind of disagree with that. The defense has been all right. It has been great, but it's deeper than it was the last time they won the cup, and it's deeper than it was last year. So it's actually better. The nightmare pairing of Seabrook and Campbell continues to be a fucking disaster. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I, I, I don't like that, that pairing. And yeah, I would uh, like some thoughts and insights from you guys. Uh, yeah, I I like Kempney back. Roosevelt, I don't mind, but you know he's a he's kind of a you know you got to use him sparingly. You you can't any more than like two games in a row. Uh, yeah, two three games in a row for uh, Roosevelt's too much. Just use him why use him like you are you're using him right now and. Uh, just continue to go with that. Maybe throw him in at right wing a couple of times. <laughs> oh, you know, what? Steve, Steve Monador is dead. <laughs> <laughs> but Sheldon Brookbank's still living strong. Oh, Jesus. I didn't think you were old enough to remember that. <laughs> wow. All right, then. Boy. Come on, man. I started watching the Hawks in 2010 like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we got rid of Derek. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Are we going to have to start a new hashtag? Now Norton. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Well, he included a fancy stat for us. I don't even know what oh. this was. Fancy stat. Before the Blues game, or before the Blue games, Blues game, I think is what he was saying, the possession numbers, five versus five, plus or minus, for Seabrook Campbell were minus ten and minus an eight in this slide of one three and one. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, I don't like that pairing. And Campbell's had kind of he's kind of we, we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier that he's kind of had an off couple of games. The one line change that he made in one of the games was horrible and led to a goal. Uh, he's kind of like maybe. Like I said, demoted to the third pair. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm tiring You're myself out here. Yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired and boring myself here. Maybe <laughs> demote him to the third pair or whatever the case is, but uh, I didn't uh, think yeah. Sentinel was worth it. Yeah, the healthy scratch ruined his consecutive game streak. Yeah, which makes a whole lot of sense. I'm sure it taught him a real lesson. At 37 years old, I'm sure that really taught him a lesson. <laughs> Okay. Q, three cups. Can't question him. Uh, you know who wouldn't do that? Torts. <laughs> well, he would just claim that Campbell was fat and out of shape. Who's laughing, Who's laughing now? <laughs> well, it's if not the torts. other locker room disagrees, he'll walk over there. 
<laughs> he, he wants to have a word with the other coach. Damn. Uh, but you d- he did bring up the likes of the Barstool Chief. I don't, I don't like those guys. But whatever. Uh, actually, that's why I, there was a thing about them and, uh, Miss Julie DeCaro, DeCaro, whatever her name is today. Oh and yeah. Her, her account is private. Yeah. She's, she's done that from time to time when she's gotten attacked for, for whatever the case. Attacked in extreme quotation marks. Yeah. I I don't know what what goes on. I try to stay out of that, but whatever. Apparently, she probably said something that uh, incited some meatballs. Yeah, and even uh, I think Dave Lozo said something tonight tonight about that. How uh, if you say something about the barstool crew, what someone their little cronies go out there and. Uh, Tag tag all the barstool people in there, which is silliness. I don't care. If you say something bad about me, say something bad about me. If I want to find it, I'll find it. I don't need to be told about it. (laughs) It's all silly craziness. I I don't know what goes on with that. I don't don't even know what to think of that website at all. I don't know if they're serious or they're not serious or what they are. To me, it just seems like uh, a different version of The Onion, but... It's all silliness to me. Not that we, not that we're not involved in any silliness, but you know, rewind the last two and a half hours (laughs) or the first 25 minutes or whatever the case is. All right. I think we're done. No, you guys got anything more you, uh, that we think we missed or Mr. Norton while we, while you were gone for like four games worth of recaps. No, I just like to shout out, uh, comment and Comcast for sucking. (laughs) Tonight, really, really letting me down. Oh, yeah. You know what fixes that? $250 per shoutcast. <laughs> you hear that? Pro Jersey? You hear that? Um, You actually missed my rant on Comcast. So you, when you listen oh. back, you will appreciate my rant on Comcast. So Finally, a reason to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Whatever medicine you're on, I want some. Not! Oh. Is a bit stunned. <laughs> goes down again. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Wrapping it up, as I said, you can find me on the Twitters, the Facebook, the Instagram at Puck and Hostel. You can find my colleagues, Mr. Patrick is Patrick underscore Stankus. Um, live from the Rogers Arena, we had at Atomic Froster, Mr. Slurpee. Uh, Mr. Norton is PD Norton three and the shoutcast account is Hawks shoutcast on Twitter. Those are all Twitter accounts. Also, if you enjoy our stuff and have extremely disposable income, head over to the pocket house, store and pick up some gear like our boy from, uh, Australia who put up a little video, a little shot. Uh, I should have pulled that clip, but I didn't a little new year's, uh, Toast to us, which was very nice of him. I, I uh, retweeted that. Uh, 
Also, if you get a chance, please head over to that fucking terrible interface at iTunes and rate and review us if you can. I will read it on the air, good or bad. I don't think Derek can re, re uh, review us because he rated he reviewed us the first time, which was a huge mistake. And we just invited him on to stay on. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Talk about overstaying your welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not kidding. Give me back that fish. Give me that fish. Yeah. Uh, any shout outs for you, Pat? Um, or yeah. should I say Patrick? Cause you're both Pat. I'm kind of pissed at McDonald's for getting rid of the McRib. I found out on Christmas Eve. I mean, that's like worse than finding out there's no Santa. Um, wait, what? or, or Jesus Christ for that matter. Just wait, 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 hold on. There's no Santa. <laughs> oh shit. I forgot. We have a minor on. <laughs> You're a fat fucking disgrace. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was pretty disappointing. Um, so if we could start a petition to bring back the McRib, that'd be great. But a shout out to Taco Bell because those dollar double stack tacos are fantastic. Try that cool habanero. You'll thank me later. Jesus Christ. And you're, you're... A, shout out to, a shout out to DP and Hockey. It's $25 in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> what? <clears throat> Wait, what? <laughs> How come I wasn't aware of this? Because <laughs> he's a Kings fan and everybody hates the Kings. <laughs> so go give him a, a quick look and uh, buy one of his shirts or two. My personal favorite is the Jesus Saves, and it's a picture of Jesus and goalie equipment. <laughs> yeah. Well, God hates us all. Woo! Can I give a final? Shout out really quick. Yes, you can. All right. Uh, Before we lose Shout you. out Patrick's cardiologist and surgeon. We'll be seeing in about a month. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> uh, well, one last thing. A big happy birthday to Uncle Roosevelt. Yes. Everyone at Uncle Roosevelt several times. Uh- I'm confused. My phone says 11.59, but my laptop says uh, 12 o'clock. Yeah, it says 12 a.m. Well, happy birthday yesterday. Yeah, well, that's all right. He's going to spend the day. He's going to have a happy belated birthday. I'm sure he's going to be biting his stumps on the train tomorrow reading Twitter. (laughs) Woo! Oh. It must be a bitch to pick his teeth. (laughs) Hey, but at least he doesn't bite his nails anymore. Oh Jesus! <laughs> this, this, this whole podcast has gone off the fucking rails. Oh, I do want to give a shout out to my boy uh, Mike Figueroa from Fig Cigars. Uh, I am going to be going for my second session with him next week, so we'll be meeting up and talking hockey for roughly three hours while he puts me through torture and pokes me with needles. So, are you going to get another Ryan Reeves tattoo on your arm? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to continue the current session until I go to my other arm and uh, go with my other theme. So, Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Apparently, Atomic Froster left out the fact that there was a penalty shot in this game tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Who was it by? Um, Brandon Sutter. 
Oh, God. All right. Um, that's it. I think we're good. You guys good? I'm good. Yep. No complaints. All right. Thanks for every. Thanks to everybody for listening and supporting us. And to the bitter end. Good night, and don't be in the head. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.